What's going on? It's a special episode. We come to you live via the Zoom. And uh, thank you, hey. Zoom, because it brought to you this special episode. It is Three the Hard Way, the Three-Headed Dragon, the uh, Three-Headed Serbius, right? Uh, the Shield, if you will. The, uh, yeah, man. the best damn podcast uh, tag team, three, uh, three-man tag team, trios champions. And uh, from what I hear, quite the smashing commentary team as well. Quincy oh, Jones. Yeah, quite Doc Lesnar. Quite a three-man booth, yeah. What is going on, gentlemen? It's been we a here. while, but I think we got to give the people what they want. Zoom out. Are we Are we doing the best friends cam, Okada cam? You know. We doing, we doing the hug? You do. <laughs> you know, we you, here, broke, man. What? you broke kayfabe mentioning it. We could have just took it. You knew the cue. But it's fine. Oh, What's okay, up, gentlemen? Bad. How you been? How you been? Doing good, man. Uh, just breaking fourth wall and just uh, yep. trying to conquer all, as I usually do. What's up, Mark? Nothing, man. Every every day is mostly the same, but it's it's. I'm doing all right. I'm just chilling. So big back quarantine, getting the mark. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. Well, cheer up, man. You know, Slammiversary just happened, and you know, I know how excited. <laughs> no, you know, TNA always cheers me up, bro. Well, I don't know about TNA, but this Impact guys, they're they've been something, huh? <laughs> oh, right, Impact. Hey, my fault. Hot new, hot, hot new upstart promotion. Yeah, you know what I mean. It. Just just landed their feet on the ground. You know, <laughs> just man. No, no, you know, all seriousness, though, not not a bad event. Yeah. Not a bad well, event. Well, well, yeah. when you think about it from a business standpoint, they probably got more eyes on them just from the expectations, mm-hmm. aside from people actually excited to see it from just a booking standpoint, which is great. You know what I mean? Good. It's a, it's a win for them, absolutely. Um, you know, the picture leaked a couple of days ago after their first uh, episode post. Um, you know, anniversary of uh, Impact Wrestling, you know, they kind of, I feel like they, was that their rendition of like the John Moxley, Cody Rhodes picture? Like, fuck you to WWE? A, a little bit. Now, I have seen other people on Instagram uh, parallel those, you know what I mean, in, in a horizontal split pick. Yeah. I mean, it's it, 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 there's a lot there, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, especially all the guys involved have basically worked for WWE at some time or another. You know, so up to me, it's just like Tommy Dreamer catching. He said, hey, you know, opportunity knocked, and these guys just kicked the door down. You know what I mean? So whatever, man. They're going to do what they're going to do. How many, of them, how, many of them, how many of them sign with Impact? Like, so like so far, well, I don't know, because from – I don't know if this is what they're playing up storyline-wise, if there's an actual deal. Maybe it's handshake. Maybe it's per agreement, like Deanna Perrazzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Deanna, Deanna Perrazzo, mm-hmm. I guess, would be one you could name um, mm-hmm. as well. But it was uh, Brian Myers, which is Kurt Hawkins. Right. It was uh, yep. Heath, who's just going by Heath. Is I don't know if he's going by Heath, Heath. Miller or, or or what he's. It's Heath for sure. Um, oh, it's uh, it's uh, Heath Bar. Heath Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Crunchy yeah. and crispy and corny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How awesome. he's got kids, baby. <laughs> not, with those, not with those jokes. Uh, <laughs> who who else on? Who was? Oh, it was uh, Gallows Anderson, aka the Good Brothers. Now, 
Uh, uh, EC3 is not officially, yeah. Yeah. With, but he was in the photo, you know, okay. doing all that. Yeah. One would think Drake Maverick would have been there, too, if he didn't win his job back, quote unquote. But yeah. we'll see. I was kind of uh, hoping that there was a final somewhere else. That was the final fuck you to EC3. They're like, we're not letting you go. What did you think this was? Yeah. We don't even we don't even and, know. Derek who? Who the hell is Derek Baby? Well, I, I I think what was cool, too, is that Tom, <laughs> that Tommy Dreamer was uh, in the photo as, you know, he's a well-known guy as a producer, as a talent. Everyone knows the story about how he was fired and Vince Forgotti was fired and all that. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it was very interesting to see him kind of as like the centerpiece too with, with those mm-hmm. guys. You know what I mean? So he's, he's, you know, he's been, he's been doing business with impact for a little bit, even though when Dixie shouldn't have been there, but he sees the good in it. So no, you know, no, you're absolutely right. He, he definitely, uh, more times than not, he's always tweeting, pushing for the Twitch stuff, pushing for their, 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 uh, their Tuesday night promotions for the show, uh, anything mm-hmm. that they're doing. Like, you know, recently they just did a vignette about some new uh, reality show they're doing called, uh, I think it's like Wrestle House or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, so he's been promoting heavy for that, talking about this is a totally different concept for reality show. You know, so yeah, he always, he's always worked with uh, Impact with their best interests at heart. Um, you know, despite him having his own house of a hardcore, you know, stuff going on, like, he still wants, you know, it, yeah, it helps put his brand on, on a bigger platform weekly as well. You know what I mean? So, um, but, you know. Now he's a big the, proponent of the uh, territory days. Too, I was going to so say, uh, you know, I was just going to say, uh, but, you know, it was funny. I, I just saw that tweet from him yesterday in support of DMX uh, doing the versus battle uh, against uh, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, Yonkers is in the house. Y.O., what's up? I was like, yo, that's what's. Oh, you got to love Tommy Dreamer, Dreamer bro. Uh, but you know, uh, interesting enough, uh, I got a little a uh, uh, little backstory on some of the details as to why the people who were let go and fired uh, released earlier this year. You talking about from from uh, was it Black Wednesday? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know why you have to call it Black Wednesday and make it negative, but I digress. Um, I almost called it Dark Wednesday. And I, hey, I like that's. <laughs> If it was AEW, then then yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It was it, it, was, bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad Wednesday. But uh, no, uh, there's evidence kind of that is pointing at the fact that if you look at everyone that got selected, these are people who either had contract disputes or have yet to resign. But a majority of them are people who are outspoken about the Saudi Arabia thing. I did read about that, which is a very eerie comparison to make. Like. Now, in terms of data compiled, that's that's a crazy way to cross-reference and go, damn, I noticed all these people have either said this or have come out something about that, and which is a big deal, especially with that um, trial going on. And, well, wrongful and, termination, for sure. Like, job, yeah. uh, I forgot what they call it. Like, it's, it's just amazing. I'm like, man, like, I feel like we just keep finding out. We keep tugging at this string, and we keep finding out more and more about these dirty well practices. i mean we we heard we heard about dax harwood playing hardball with the facts so I know and, and, and that was one other. of the main things i was thinking i was like well for sure you know with him being named in that suit okay that that checks out and then you know the other component again the uh, the other factor was people who had some major contract disputes or hadn't resigned yet and rusev check gallows and anderson check um mike mm. Canellis check mm-hmm. uh 
you know. Yeah, he was real outspoken. So was Rusev, for sure. Leo yeah. Rush was definitely documented as outspoken. You know what I mean? But you know what? He, well, he so. I, I almost disagree. What about Heath, though? Heath is, like, kind of been a company guy. Well, he got kids, baby. So, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, and EY, I never really heard anything from him but i heard i heard he went on busted open radio and let it open brother he was shooting hard on wwe i gotta you hear about that, that for sure i gotta, I gotta what did he say that. yeah the quote the quote was he said that place the system is literally broken i'll tell anyone even vince to him his face that his you know he was saying that there's no originality they don't want they want everyone to bump the same they want everyone to walk the same um, he said it do, it feels like a whole day when you get something that you're just correcting other people's mistakes, which I would assume is getting something generically written for you from a writer and then trying to make it connect to you as a character. But you're spending yeah. your entire day trying to do that when you should have just been there from the ground floor up. I, you know what I'm saying? I, so, I've, I've heard uh, testimony of that like before. That. I've heard, I mean, I, you know, Kevin Owens has actually talked about that before with his frustration with, some of the script writing process, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. We've heard a lot of people talk about how diluted and, and watered down that process is because you got a couple of guys that are just trying to get their own ideas over as opposed to getting the character and their product over because they mm-hmm. just want to get that credit. Oh, I used to write for WWE, actually. You know what I mean? I mean, yep. when, you, when you think about it, they actually just rehired uh, the same woman who did the whole, you know, it was a big deal because she came up with the uh, the Otis Mandy Oh, and Mandy, yeah. Yeah, they actually rehired her, I think, about a week and a half ago, too. So, so, she, so she was furloughed then, probably. I'm guessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, she, she was kind of outspoken, so what's up? <laughs> what's fair is fair. Um, yeah. But, you know, another interesting thing is, you know, we did hear, uh, you know, you're talking about shooting hard. Uh, you know, there was a lot of things that kind of culminated this weekend before we got into this episode. Like we said, Slammiversary came and went, uh, you know, quite a few uh you know former WWE people making their their presence known in the company as well but we also got Gallows and Anderson announcing ahead of time that they were with the company and also went on their own talking shop and uh were you know pretty much describing some things that they went through with their contracts and I mean you know Mm -hmm. you guys know as far as anyone I that knows me I I am I've always been an AJ guy but god that guy pissed me off when when I heard about I mean, and probably indirectly, he wants the best for him and his buddies because he felt like he was instrumental bringing them over from Japan. Um, mm. But, you know, to read that, like, AJ kind of, like, talked them out of going to AEW. Mm. And just, you know, the, the plans that they had, I mean, you know, it says, you know, according to uh, Anderson, he says, machine gun music is going to hit. I'd come out. Gallows comes from behind. We walk to the ring. We too sweet the Young Bucks and Kenny turn around. Everybody's happy. And then we beat the fuck out of them. He said, while detailing the pitch, it's one of the biggest regrets of my life that that didn't fucking happen. It kills me badly. After getting the plan sent to them, as well as a great contract offer for two-year deals, a meeting was set with Tony Khan to chat for the first time. But says that uh, at a show, Triple H pulled them into its private dressing room, asked them what it was going to take for them to resign. They proceeded to pour their hearts out to him about how uh, these could be the last contracts they ever signed, so they needed to have a, a you know some security for their futures. Uh, when the match was over, he cornered them again backstage with an offer they couldn't refuse written down. Uh, they signed that offer that night, and then after that, the tag team uh, asked Matt and Nick Jackson if they should still meet with Tony Khan uh, to explain what happened. But they were you know they they were told that it would be pointless at that moment, but. 
Uh, and, you know, this is back, what, 2019 when they, you know, they were looking oh. at resigning or not resigning or yeah. going elsewhere. Um, <clears throat> I remember we were both surprised. I think all three of us were surprised that they actually ended up staying because, you know, their contracts expired, like, around the same time, like, Dynamite was starting up. Um, and yeah. these plans were, we're talking about for what they what would have happened the first night of Dynamite. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can only imagine I would have jumpstarted, you know, something major for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and honestly, honestly, I would say those two, Big LG, you know what I mean? And, and Machine Gun, they probably would have helped tremendously in opening that imaginary door to New Japan. 100%. And, like with, with the, Get you know loves, what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, get a, get a love shed or too bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too bad, Chad. But, but yeah, um, I mean, that it sucks because, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not mad that they're an impact, but I know you had some other info on that too, where I mean, I, I believe because this is very similar. They were going to sign with Impact, remember? Oh, yeah. With AJ, I think. And then, it, it, and then just, they ended up. Yeah, it's just real. Uh, it was like a verbal contract, but then they went over to WWE. Yeah, and it's kind of like similar, it's right? Like the, right? Yeah, they're almost like and reaping so what with, they sowed. With, 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 yeah, but or or re, more like repeating history because they kind of did the same thing where they talked to Tony Khan, they get the two years proposed, and then Triple H comes with offer, you know, corners them, and it's kind of like making the same mistake. You know what I'm well, saying? And well, it's you, crazy to think like you know. You, you know, one of the things that they said that Triple H had told him, Carl uh, Anderson specifically, was like, he was like, you know, I just, I just think about your family and your kids, and you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, what if this thing doesn't last? You know, yeah. I just think about, yeah. you know, I'm like, what an asshole, dude. Like, like just <laughs> yeah, because because they're already a year and a half, or almost a year and a half in. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying, and, um, and so, but uh, what, well, but my my big question is what. Why can't? Why couldn't they sign with AEW now? Why? What did, was there? Well, like, okay, they so the heat, thing with that is, is from what happened last time, they got heat. I mean, come on, how they? Yeah, specifically, I heard that, I heard that they had a little bit of heat with Jericho too, because Jericho was come on instrumental with trying to get the talks going. And I think I was telling you guys off air that the early developments of what the inner circle was going to be had those two mm-hmm. pegged to be the inner circle, but mm-hmm. this is before he had even you know, met, uh, yeah. you know, Sammy, he only knew, uh, Santana and Ortiz from, from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, they had the impact wrestlers that came on the, the yeah. Jericho crew. So yeah. yeah, yeah, this was the early stages, which, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, cause he said he knew that he wanted Jake Hager, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. But you know, it's, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, it's a bunch of what ifs, but, uh, it is worth noting that there is already, I guess, apparently some creative direction going for the good brothers as well as, uh, EC3, uh, looks like EC3 is going to be feuding with Moose uh, in the immediate future. We I kind of saw that coming. Well, yeah, I mean, they they just shot an angle for it where he just showed up and mm-hmm. uh, he planted him with the Stinger Death Drop. You know, remember remember he was doing that yeah. gimmick where he was like he would beat all take the legends, it and everybody's take, finish, yeah, and take everyone's yeah. move. Yeah, I always thought that was a good gimmick, by the way. Um, but it's just weird. I just saw an old school clip too. Where, where him and Moose had the feaster fired, yeah, and Moose got the champ the championship case, and he got fired. So obviously they got they got a history that they could play off of too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh. I guess uh, th- that was the thing. That's the only thing that killed that killed me about Slammiversary is the commentary, bro. Josh Matthews. Bro, just, that's why. That's why I can't watch. I, every time I've tried bro, to like, watch, like, because like, even on, even on Impact, it's, it'll be hit. Because I don't know if you know he's going out with Madison Rain. 
and like oh, them really? two, yeah, them two will be like a commentary duo. Like, and I'm just like, this is not Jesus good. Christ, yeah. that's that's terrible, dude. And uh, you know, yeah, uh, again, know. if um, I know you're gonna probably watch Slammiversary yourself. So this is a little bit of a spoiler here, but uh, the Good Brothers will be feuding with Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Um, going forward, mm-hmm. and then obviously they had big plans for the Motor City Machine Guns, who actually just defeated the North uh, to be the new tag team champions for Impact, which is crazy. I, I read, I read about it. Yeah, so that it is interesting because, like I said, I love the Machine Guns. They were one of my staple tag teams that I loved with them and um, Beer Money. You know what I'm saying? But it's a different team than it was then for sure. You know, they oh, seem yeah. a lot more technical and smash mouth uh, rather than quick. Well, you, and, 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 yeah. and, you know what I mean? You got, well, you got and, a Shelly coming I, from Japan too. So, you know, he, he ex, ex, mm-hmm. put a little bit more stank on what he putting down nowadays, you know? You know what it is? You could tell that their bump cards are getting up there when you look at them a little bit. Alex I think that's, that's sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not so. the fuck shit, but, um, uh, yeah, you know, now, to continue on this uh, Slammiversary, or I guess Impact as, uh, in, in, as far as anything, um, you know, I want to ask you guys a question about this Tessa Blanchard situation because uh, mm. it's, I just think it's just a big, like, bratty-ass move on your way out. You know what I mean? Like, this company pushed you, I mean, despite the height of and the peak of all these allegations that, that came of you during a, a, arguably the biggest weekend of their company's uh, history as far as the new and her career wise and her career absolutely and they still chose to get behind her and make her their, you know their, have her represent their company as world champ they try to do something different and have you know just they put a lot behind her and then it's like she repays them by how i mean it's one thing you know yeah i understand you're stranded in mexico so you're probably frustrated and all that but you're not you're just going to purposely not you know record any, any promotional material for a match that you're in and i, I heard it was a, already a scheduled loss for her so i'm pretty sure that didn't sit too well with her either um but granted it was a elimination match so i mean you can't you're not looking weak in an elimination match you know what mm-hmm. i mean um but- i also heard that that she was like asked like was like so what's what's the what's the fee like when yeah, they yeah, asked she, him for promo, well, well, the reason she was like hitting them with some real old school, like. But, but you okay, know what's well, funny yeah. is 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 she was still on her contract, so it wasn't like she was working, you know, on handshake. Like they actually released her when she still had five days left in her contract. Yeah, so but it's not. It was. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's just. It seemed like she was trying to get that stroke though a little bit. Like I remember well, reading well, about well, that, well, like. You talk about stroke, and you know she's over here holding up their their actual championship hostage for asking for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like yeah. that's insane to me. Like, yeah, no, that, that 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 was my point. Is this is definitely some old school shit? Like I'm, I won't be surprised if she talks to her dad about this. like because even when I read about that, but weeks before they announced that they were going to release her, and that was like one of the her responses to not doing the promo was. Like, she was waiting to get paid for that because she is the champ, you know? Like, why should she do something for free, even though it's four matches, like you said, yeah. already planned? Yeah, you know? Um, that, that's just how she was playing it. So I'm not surprised to see her playing it like this. But my question is, what belt did they use to – to? Um, and, again, hate hate to give you spoilers, McFly, but uh, what – They commissioned a new belt, but instead of gold, it was silver. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even notice. Okay. 
But then again, I don't watch Impact like that. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. But she's out of money, so and, you know, um, yeah, she will. She's gonna be someone it's, else's problem. I, I just yeah. think she's she's going out of her way to try to make them look bad on her way out when she's the one that's in the wrong. You know what I mean? It's just. Well, and then she's got that gag order, too, that's worth in her contract. So, I mean, she can't talk about him when she leaves. That's, she's probably going to make him pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the only thing I had left on, on the docky here was, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it later, but I had a quote about it, which was worth talking about. But uh, it's worth noting that Sammy's back. Sammy is back on AEW. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah. The- they actually uh, uh, interviewed Tony Khan about it. He spoke with Sports Illustrated about the return of uh, Sammy Guevara. Here's some highlights. He had said that uh, Sammy has completed four weeks of extensive uh, sensitivity training and his uh, curriculum included subject matters of tolerance, uh, gender, race relations, and why people's words matter. Uh, during suspension, he was very contrite. I asked him to use that time to try and become a better person. I think he did that. Uh, Sammy was off television for a month and suspended with, uh, without pay for 30 days. And I think it was the right time for Sammy to come back because he's shown that he was uh, very sorry and he could change. He spent every day over the past month trying to prove that. And uh, it was worth noting that uh, Sammy's pay for the 30 days was actually uh, donated to the Women's Center in uh, Jacksonville. Um, so, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I guess they put out a statement about it. But, you know, they uh, like that they were able to turn a negative to a positive. Um, and he says, you know, he also goes on to say that he meant what he said about re-evalu- reevaluating his status with the company based on his conduct. Uh, Sammy needed to make a lot of strides to keep his job and make amends for stuff he shouldn't have said. None of us knew he said those things and his stuff that was years old, but that still doesn't make it right. Uh, I think Sammy was very happy to have an opportunity to apologize publicly and privately and do something to turn a, a terrible comment he made into something positive. So um, I can I can agree more. I mean, I I, I would uh, hope that no one is still condemning him for that. Um, do you think it was long enough? Or I mean, dude, listen. What he what he said was like you know it's it was bad but I mean Jesus four weeks he has to take classes isn't Matt Riddle still fucking wrestling over in NXT like aren't all these dudes that actually Velveteen Dream like what's going on with these dudes like and Sammy Guevara makes a fucking bad joke on a podcast and dude's got to fucking get his livelihood taken away for thirty days and take fucking uh, well you also got to look at it well you also got to look at it WWE doesn't uh, they have a way better legal team and PR team than AEW yeah. has being a year uh-huh. wet. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I it just seems, like, it seems like an extreme punishment to me, man. That's no, all. No, I, I, agree, I agree. But Pete, I feel yeah. like it was strategic because think yeah. about it. His four weeks was up when last week, what happened last week? Yeah. Fight, fight for the fallen. So it seems right, like right, a real right. opportune mm-hmm. time to give, uh-huh. you know, donate money to Jacksonville, in my opinion. Uh-huh. It seems weird yeah. that, 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 oh, you know what, let's make it four weeks. I can just see Cody going, oh, yeah. well, hey, you know, four weeks fight for the fallen. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So that seems a little weird, too. But on the devil's advocate side, I will say I did miss Sammy. Um, I mean, again, we'll get to how he returned, but I feel like I kind of knew it was him. But I was glad it was – like, it's been weird seeing Inner Circle without Sammy. You know what I'm saying? I but yeah. I wonder how long he could be in Inner Circle because I feel like right now yeah. he's kind of going to – he kind of needs to be a face, you know? I mean, who, Sammy? Low-key, I mean, if I mean, you think well, about crowd, it, to get the heat off of him. Well, the, see, that was an interesting question I was going to ask is if there was a live crowd, do you think he would have got heat or if he, do you think he would have got cheered? 
He probably would have got cheered, I think. I think about half and half. Yeah, probably. I, I think you might be right on that one. But I, I look at, like, remember the stuff he was doing with Brandy Rhodes at ringside, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, mean, that's people the kind were of stuff he's got to stay away from. They were, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, the, 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 he, he's been doing some creepy, perverted stuff. Like, he, I mean, I, 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 like this. I, I, I would hate that he if he couldn't, you know, because of everyone on pins and needles now, that he wouldn't be able to do the, hey, blankety blank, hit me up. Bro, this is, you know this, is all mm-hmm. this is all I'm saying, okay? The guy has a gimmick where he says to hit me up, okay? There, there's no show me one screenshot of this dude actually fucking DMing chicks and being a creep because it doesn't fucking exist. And uh, there's tons of them out there for wrestling. For there's rest, there's like a hundred wrestlers out there that that's happening to. The only and this, oh, dude, but, but, and this dude is a and this dude gets punished like that. I don't know, man. I'm just it just seems whack. To me. The only all. story yeah, well, I've I heard, I don't. The only story I've heard ahead. is like how he uh, I guess was like checking out Brandy <laughs> at his WWE tryout. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was. But little, that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, See, I think that's kind of what they play on. But I think when people say yeah. creepy, they're talking about when, you know, he took a, what was it, like a little face cut out and like made out with it, you know, all weird. I know, but, but that people, was like, I that, mean, that, that's a he got, that gets heat. Like, that's exactly. Heel, like. It's a very specific thing, yeah. you know, so. But, you know, we live in the PC era. What are you going to do? You, well, know? you know what? But I, I'm glad Sammy G is back. But yeah, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll talk all about it when we come back, man. What's going on, you guys? Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, and I'm here to introduce you guys to the newest sponsor here on the Quincy Jones Show, and that is Storyline Tees. Storyline Tees, wrestling apparel that not only tells a story but helps you make a statement, and their latest statement being made is their brand new shirt called The Prince is Alive, featuring none other than Prince Devitt himself, glorifying his ways and methods back in the Bullet Club. I tell you, this is a dope shirt, a very dope concept, and you can get yours right now. Shipping will be out in two to three weeks, but feel free. Go online right now, shop.spreadshirt.com, backslash 202 podcast shop. Again, shop.spreadshirt.com, backslash 202 podcast shop. Check out the entire catalog. They are now going through a revamp, but definitely be on the lookout. They have a brand new shirt Coming on the way, it's going to be a uh, collab project with Dream Match Wrestling, but feel free to follow them. In the meantime, stay notified and hit that follow button, storyline underscore tease underscore LLC. And best believe there's a new era in the merch game. Stay tuned. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. And we are back. Uh, yo, yo. Time. Breaking down Wednesdays, huh? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it, man. Um, and you know what? Hey. Let's let's just keep it simple, man. Let's keep it simple. Uh, well, you, you, what did we do last week? Eight, so we're going to get into NXT first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, NXT. Well, and, me, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, let, let, me, let me ask. How would you guys feel about that uh, – the, you know they they teased uh, an uh, an announcement. Uh, William Regal was in particular. A lot of people thought he was going to actually step down as the general manager. Um, yeah, yeah, it was the way he he was tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was I all humble. I think he should have added for... via Zoom. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, okay, we know." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Keith Lee uh, starts off with a little segment, and he is relinquishing the North American Championship. 
Um, yeah, I, I, was just, I mean, you know, obviously storyline, but you know, I would think that you, he would at least want to defend it at least maybe two more times before he'd want to do that. But I mean, I thought he was going to have the big, uh, you know, uh, blow off finally with Johnny because he really didn't have that in my opinion, uh, Gargano, I mean, but I mean, I like the reasoning. He says, you know, uh, he basically wants to open up title, you know, opportunities for other people while, he continues his reign as NXT champion, so I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what do you think, Mark? Uh, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I, I don't think it's the worst thing of all time, but it just seems like one of those moves where they know they have so many guys on the roster that could potentially be yeah. North American champion, so they're thinking, man, we can't have this tied up with Keith Lee when he has two belts when we have, like, at least 12 guys who could potentially have this belt. And you know you could even see like the the, the way they're treating it. They're all going to be at they're triple, having triple threat matches to be, just to qualify for a five man ladder match. Like that's the amount I of guys I was talking about. So I, I, I just think I understand all that shit, but at the same time, you know, I think it makes Keith Lee look kind of weak. And honestly, that he I mean, like, kind of like he's afraid to defend it almost. You know, it's just kind of funny how Triple H, the man who oversees NXT, is a special project. You know, the same guy who mistreated Booker T and never gave him his shot. All of a sudden, he allows Keith Lee this huge opportunity, and then now he's making him give it up? I mean, it's... I don't know, man. I don't There's know. I mean, no maybe it, may, it, it just seems like um, they're probably going to strap the rocket to... It's, cl- it's clear, like, he's going against Cross, you know what I mean? But maybe yeah, talking yeah. about bumping him up to the main roster, <laughs> how much momentum he had from last year and all the things he got involved in and everything he's yeah. been growing which is like it's hard to ignore you know it's not it's not a lie it's all factual but it just seems yeah. like something fell into place between last week and this mm-hmm. week that bumped up that that uh that timetable almost maybe but i don't talk, know talk. but i mean because I, I hate to interrupt you but let me ask you this so mm-hmm. instead of the dijakovic keith lee match that they had last week what if they I'll just, just had- get to that like I what I, I like what if they just had him carrying cross cost him the North American Championship like you know what I'm saying and then and then and just just a, if you're gonna go that route and build with that feud then what's the point of even having him relinquish it it's almost that's like you're exactly, taking away the chance of for carrying cross to get heat that's exactly well, what I thought was gonna happen I thought maybe they're yeah. gonna have Keith maybe going to triple threat against Johnny and somebody else you know what I mean maybe Dijakovic yeah. in, in that in that uh, North American title and something like that would have happened like I. Knowing, I hear what you're saying. In, in, in retrospect, knowing that last week was going to be his last title defense as yep. North American champion, we definitely deserved a better match and a de- uh, better development of storyline. So I, mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to ask you. I mean, at the sidebar, too long here. Um, I was talking to somebody about this. I feel like they're they're building, uh, they're pushing Cross too much. Yeah, I think um, so too. I mean, for I mean. They have a plethora of guys that seen that are obviously banging on the freaking plexiglass every week that he could run through, you know what I mean, to yeah. establish his dominance, establish why he's a big deal. We know why he's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? A lot of indie fans know who he is and what he's about, but on a broader or a more uh, bigger scope, maybe not a lot of people know what he's about to automatically assume why he's a big deal. Yeah, he looks right. impressive, but if, you know, I don't know, it's like, I feel like there, there should be a little bit more building up to his character before we are automatically like, and boom, now we're going into a championship match, or now now you're crossing well, paths with I, this I, guy I, already. I think I mean? what it is, I think what it is, is two things. A, 
Um, he's a special project of somebody. Yeah. Or else he wouldn't even be getting that kind of push. And I, I think it's uh, it, it, yeah, probably, Especially you know. Especially that entrance. Um, yeah. And the other thing I think it is is they got to – and this might sound funny to the, to the listeners and even to you guys, but in my opinion, they really had something with a Lars Sullivan. And because of all the things that have happened, you know, they kind of lost out on that type of character. And yeah. I feel like this is a, a way for them to kind of fill that hole because it's a shame that he was even leaving NXT so quickly when he was really just starting to get his character together. You know, yeah. he had the nice match with Halister, et cetera. And then everyone knows, you know, the story after that. Yeah. Um, we got to go into it. But, I mean, I just feel like they, they could definitely use that character. But it is weird to have him seemingly leapfrog guys like Priest or even like, you know, Quincy said, the guys that are banging on a plexiglass. So, yeah. I mean, because Dijonet could definitely catch a uh, cross check any day of the week. You know, well, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, uh, it just kind of bothers me where like, uh, I was talking about it last week is like, they'll, they'll put effort into building someone and then they'll have that guy taken out an effort to build someone else where I'm like, yo, but it doesn't do any favors if he's not built up to a certain yeah. degree to be able to take an L and still be able to be not, you know, looked at as it taken away from his stock, so to speak. That fifty-fifty booking's been killing a lot of that shit, you know. And and yeah, the person I, was I was just gonna about say that that's that that's that Triple H fifty-fifty booking, man. For and, sure. and I was gonna say the person I was talking about in particular was Swerve. You know, they had Swerve versus Gargano, but they kept, you know, making it seem like it was a first time ever uh, thing. And it was, you know, it, it was just weird. I mean, not that I, I thought it would have been. You know, Gargano was more in a position to take an L and be okay. You know what I mean? So. Anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah I, I just feel like they they have a lot of guys like a Conan. You think Reeves. you think Cross? Yeah, I mean, they sure get a, get a get a cross jacket, right? The consensus is that Cross is being featured heavily, and, and she's challenging for the title way too soon, which I agree. Uh, I definitely think he's one of those guys where you know, even when he gets signed, you know, like this guy's going to be champion at some point. So it's like you don't need to do it immediately because it's already he's already got the. The, the kind of chops for it, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they could they could afford the slow burn, but again, yeah. I go back to something must have happened with a timetable for Lee because yeah. you're insane if you don't think Lee versus Cross is a money match. And it is they money. definitely want to have it, it is, for yeah. the title, I'm sure, in NXT. So I, that's what it seems like. Things are aligning faster than they're allowed to, but. Do you think maybe it has to do with, do you think it maybe has to do with them trying to maybe get Keith Lee up to the main roster as quick as possible? I, 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 def, I, I definitely believe it has something to do with that. Yeah. I think they're trying to, I keep hearing Brock is in and out of favor. I'm sure they're trying to come up with a, a feasible a new, uh, competition for him or for maybe Drew. But we could talk that all day. Well, but, no, you're right, Quincy. Regal did, he, he did announce that, uh, you know, like Marcus said, like, we got these series of triple threats and basically the winners are going to qualify for this five-man ladder match to crown a brand new uh, champion, a uh, North American champion at TakeOver 30. That was announced, so. Yeah, um, as, as far as big money, like, I don't see why they don't, they wouldn't have, like, someone like Killian Dango against Cross or something like that, you know what I mean? Right, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. even, uh, I mean, Damian Priest, like, both their entrances, I mean, I, I think they can make some good money together, maybe him and yeah, Alistair mm-hmm. down the line, too. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like there's just, there's just a straight away like, going, I mean, you know, again, I digress. But, yeah, uh, where do we go from yeah. here? I mean, as far as, like, I was gonna say, speaking of Kiss. The... Well, I was going to say, speaking of Killian Dane, he opened with Dexter Loomis. Um, I, yeah. To me, it, it wasn't a bad Pretty match. Much, I mean, yeah. really, all you can say, he, uh, Dane hit the divide on the outside. Loomis did a big spine-busting in Luke Dez press. 
Uh, Dane hit that powerbomb elbow drop, which I love to see him pull that yeah. out. But in the end, uh, Loomis, he hit a, the sit-out Uranagi and tried to get the Katakatami, but then uh, later on hit the Swanton bomb, was able to hit it. He uh, passed out, and that's how he won with the submission. So I thought that was pretty cool because, I mean, yeah, I was going to get a, a – a, yeah. I, I Honestly, I felt like with Killian Dane, it was like one of his first times being featured in entering competition in so long, he should have maybe have taken that. Well, I feel no, – I honestly feel – I mean, not, I feel bad for him, dude, because he kind of got his whole shit kind of snatched from him with, with with sanity. So, I mean, I mean, he yeah. hasn't taken W – he hasn't had W on TV in a while from what I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the last this, time he the was, threat, he was right? uh, going against – yeah, I was going to say with Priest and, and who, yeah. Lee. Lee maybe. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it, he would have made him look good, especially after he's like – you know, demanding for Rob Robert Stone to like get him a match, and it's like you're demanding a match that you lose. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So I don't well, know. Well, do you guys? Do you, let me ask you this: Do you guys? Do you guys think there's like a logjam because you have so many? It's 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 a rare time in NXT history where they have so many big guys at once, or mm-hmm. bigger guys, and it seems to be like they have like kind of a logjam when you have when you have like the Australian kid. His yeah. name is Gary, uh What's his name? Oh, uh, Bronson. Bronson. Reed. Bronson. Uh, and you yeah, got boy. fucking Killian Dane, and you got. Damian Priest, and you got Keith Lee, and you got Karrion yeah. Cross, and yeah. I, and that's I, I know some and of them. Guys, Jacobic is kind of a big Kovic, dude right. too, and yeah. so it's like I know some of them separated themselves and from Cameron Grimes. Oh no, never mind. Sorry, <laughs> no. sorry. Where was he on the show? I was outraged. I was outraged. Yeah, he should have been on the show, hundred percent. But you know what? I felt like they kind of cycled some of the talent like they used to this week. I'll give yeah, them that. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah, give them that. yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, no, but then we did, speaking of, you, you brought up Bronson, so they had a little interview with uh, Roddy, you know, talking about the triple threat. He says, hey, well, I win this, I'm going to get UE back on track. Yeah. Uh, and But then he made a good point. He said, I never got a rematch from Lee, so maybe I should already be in the ladder match. But then yeah. Reed, he shows up and says, you know, you guys have had all the chances at gold. Uh, you know, it's my turn to show I'm a player in NXT. And then, of course, Gargano walks in and says, hey, Face of the brand coming through, yeah, um, and yeah, basically that. says, you know, I'm, I'm gonna make history, be a two-time uh, North American champion, and then calls him a thick boy, you know, before he walks yeah. off, you know, and, and, and then so, he joins all elite wrestling because he says he's gonna go all in tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was all all out actually. Oh, that's but, what he said, um, all out. Yeah, he yeah. did say all out. That was he said curious, all out or all in. But he said one of them. He all said all out. out. Yeah, but it's all the same, you know, because it's it's either way, it's a pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> Doing, doing, see, yeah, man, counter, counter programming, <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know what? This next thing, I was gonna, I, I'm really curious, uh, what McFly has to say because this is more with the women's division. They had a recap with uh, Dakota Kai, you know. Oh, she, you mean when uh, they kept playing the same on the stage last week? They kept mm-hmm. playing the same clip yep. like five times in a row from like different angles, yeah. I like but it, I, I, I'm curious. I'm curious because I know Mark, I did too, but I was curious what Mark thought because I know a he is a proponent of Dakota Kai, but I like mm-hmm. I, I kind of was wondering what he thought about the verbiage where she was like you know it felt good to kick her off this pedestal she put herself on and when you know the the taste for back to your mouth for you and make sure you bring that title with you. What do you think yeah. about that, Mark? I thought she will. I think she's start, start. Here's the thing. I think she's starting to come into her own for sure. Like she's looked good on TV in my opinion. I don't think she's been featured nearly enough. And when she has been featured with uh, what's her face uh, Raquel. Raquel, 
I thought they've looked good. I thought they looked like a a because there isn't a group, there isn't a a, a a duo like that currently in the women's division on any mm-hmm. brand that I know of, of of a smaller like, a Shawn Michaels, na- uh, a Diesel type pairing like that that doesn't exist that I know of uh, on WWE television beyond them. So it's nice to see what. Uh, your, I do. Th- I do think it's a little early. Pet, big I think mommy, she, cool thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, that. I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't really have any strong feelings either way about that. Like, if she can get o- get it over, like she can't. She can try, but it's not I, really I, getting. I, over, I it's not really getting over with me. But I will say she is big and she is impressive. So, um, I don't know yeah, if she's necessarily go. cool. I don't know if she's necessarily cool. You know. Yeah. Uh, True. But I think Dakota Kai is cool, and I think they have a cool little entrance. She got a cool little thing going on um but i, I do think that you got good have, chemistry i think i do think that they should be featured more on tv and should have a, a few beyond a title feud because there's no way she's gonna win and it's only gonna hurt her stock by taking it out right now in my opinion so i mean yeah yeah i wouldn't mind if, if it was not just a one-off like say mm-hmm. they had maybe a two-match program and she took it yeah yeah and i'm a yo yo shry fan for sure but I know she's well, they might be. Her. I mean, I mean, I mean, if we if those rumors about Kyrie are true, they might be trying to pull EO up. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. So Maybe. yeah. I was just gonna say that might be a timetable situation as well, man. I but hate. Speaking that. Of the, in, my uh, opinion, though, in my opinion, though, um, going back to NXT, uh, you know, you guys know I'm another person. I'm a big proponent of is Mercedes Martinez, and uh, I was just gonna yeah. say, dude, like. I, I was I'm excited sure, for this. I'm not sure because, if I'm super on board with, with, with the pairing, to be honest. Yeah, because well, I, well, I almost thought she should have joined up with uh, who we were just talking about. Them two, I think, could have been a better fit with Raquel and Dakota. Well, I don't, think, I don't think she's joining Rob Stone. I, I think well, she... Yeah. Oh, she well, 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 well the, re- the reason I'm saying is, I mean, Shotzi's the newest toy right now. Mm-hmm. So I think this is just her picking her opportunity to feud with someone of important. I mean, I was excited just because of the fact that how much history they got with each other, just in the SoCal scene, AWS. You know oh I mean? yeah, definitely. I'm sure, like definitely. I, I, the entire I had SoCal scene was screaming. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean. So, I mean, anytime you, anytime you go to Frankenstein, I remember going to Frankenstein's like all the time. Still there, like, bro. The last four years, you'd see like. You see, like Shotzi Blackheart on there, and on the flyers, and, yeah, yeah, all the flyers the were, yeah so. Mar- Mercedes Martinez was like the long-standing champion yeah. there. You know what I mean? But so, but the, but the yeah. way that she's been repackaged and her kind of new look and everything, like, how does this fit with this Robert Stone brand thing? Like, it just, no, and, that's, and that's what I'm like, saying. Like, I don't, I don't. Th- my thing is, hey, she doesn't need someone like Robert Stone, nor does she need yeah. a lackey like Aaliyah at all because they don't do. Well, did you did you did you see that backstage segment though? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. Okay, well, well basically All I saw what was the was, initial attack. Okay, so later on what happened was Stone was, like, licking his wounds with Aaliyah, and then Mercedes walks by and he tries to flag her down, and she's like, look, I need someone who can handle big matches, look over the contracts and handle all the crap that I don't care about outside the ring so I could focus on hurting people inside the ring. And she, yeah. and she said – Basically, uh, if you don't, all you gotta do is not overstep your boundaries, or I'm gonna permanently break your leg. Because I thought it was a little much. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, of course, in perfect, you know, Stone just struggles to get up, and you know, uses Aaliyah, and he like basically they do a handshake deal. So it yeah. seems like it's official. Yeah, it's mean? official. So I, Dude, yeah, Malcolm Bivens would have been a way better person to Ooh. to uh, manage yeah. her if they were gonna go that route. 
Yeah. Damn, I, mean, I, I don't even that. know if she. I don't even know if she needs a mouthpiece. To be honest with you, like, I and mean, that's my has, thing is like you know, I mean Malcolm, he he can he, like, but the whole what made me think about him was the whole. You know, someone that's going to take care of the whole out of the ring stuff, all the contracts yeah, and stuff. Yeah. While I, you know, while I heard people, and I'm like, who would be someone that's like not, not necessarily a Paul Heyman, but someone that's book smart and you know, mm-hmm. in the best interest of their client. Obviously, they're mill ticket at the same time. But I'm like, Robert Stone kind of overdoes it, where it's too yeah. comical for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, he 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 knows his lane, but I think at some days he kind of just puts too much on. He presses too much on the gas at times, but he knows what he's doing. You know, but I, uh, I was just going to say, yeah, with that whole thing, um, Shotzi, obviously, she went over Aaliyah, she, you know, with that diving senton. Uh, we did get that, I don't know if you guys want to, obviously, we got that awesome triple threat with Gargano, Bronson, and uh, Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, what would you guys think? I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't have any doubts that it was going to deliver, but it, it was a pretty yeah. strong triple threat. I, li- I, 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 I liked it. I liked the finish. It was fine. I mean, I'm not – super sold on on Bronson Reed really uh mm. so I guess that this is kind of a it's a big deal for him to win this match in my opinion against these two guys I mean you're talking about two guys that are like kind of uh perennial like champions in NXT so uh yeah, yeah I don't know I, I mean we'll see I mean you know again I guess you need big, a big guy in the ladder match uh but it, it may be really curious to see who's going to be in this ladder match because if those two guys I mean if you're taking Roddy and uh Gargano mm. off the table so you know, I'm I'm wondering who's going to be in it. You know, we'll see. I mean, I know what's the next well, one. Stack. I, have, I have a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That next one's yeah. going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, and we'll get into into that part too. But I know it's yeah. uh, what Tim Thatcher, Finn, and uh, Dexter Loomis. So it's like yeah. that's going to be yeah. interesting too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I agree because like um, I did not expect Bronson. I knew Bronson was going to show out, but I didn't expect Bronson to win. Mm. Um, and the thing is, like, they did a good job trying to do the whole let's heal up and try to get the big guy down. And he was like using their offense into his defense, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. I was also really intrigued because I was like, man, it's a shame we never got Roddy versus Johnny straight up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I can yeah, remember yeah. because they were really going in. So I wonder if they're going to do something with the loser. Are you? Did I, they, I think they might have had a singles match on NXT at some point. I was going to say, man, maybe when yeah, they were both yeah. still like. Mm. Both still early in the yeah, like yeah maybe before I, yeah, before I'm, Roddy I'm thinking, or or you know what did, did, did yeah then they do that thing where like they did the same thing with Velveteen where he, he beat every member until he got the yeah I feel like Adam Johnny Cole wrestled I feel like Johnny wrestled Roddy when he was beefing with Adam Cole okay sure. that, it's, sure. it's 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 probably you know what I mean it's, it's mm-hmm. I would love a program though between those yeah, two because. Yeah, yeah. Those guys, I mean, the way they were, you know, they were bumping it. They got good timing. Those guys got – they're good workers, you know what I mean? So, but, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hear what you're saying, though, because even Reed, like, to your point in terms of the, the type of guys that this might be indicative of booking in that five-man uh, ladder match, he says, like, he points at the strap after the match, and he's like, you know, I'm going to show everyone that the dark horse is going to take this back. So, he's kind of labeled himself the dark horse. So, I wonder yeah. if that means he might be the only guy that we're like, questionable on but <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say Cameron Grimes will probably get in there somewhere so hopefully yeah 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 you're probably not wrong you're probably not wrong yeah I, I yeah. was I was hoping that they were going to reveal some of the other uh, matchups but you know of course they got to keep that necessary cliffhanger to get us the I'd say the one the one next week seems pretty promising as far as Balor and that it's what it's Balor Thatcher and uh, what Dexter Loomis 
Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. Even, you know, and I, 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 it's crazy that Finn's not a champion right now because even that he, he, he's been killing the promos. He's like, you know, oh, you guys, when you meet me next week, that means your push is hitting the ceiling. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm yeah. going to get all the Finn rub. Like, he, he's been yeah. killing it with his, like, you know, fourth wall stuff, man. And um, mm-hmm. even the way he said, he said, uh, Keith Lee's giving out opportunities. Well, at my level, I don't need the charity, but I'll take advantage if Lee doesn't want to be mad enough to defend the title. I was just like, right. damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he he's, he's money he's man. I think, I think he should be I think he should be champion right now. I mean, I I thought he should be yeah, champion seriously. for a while now. So seriously, yeah. But yeah, the only other thing I was gonna uh, there's to talk about is obviously the main event, Karrion Cross, uh, Dijakovic. What'd you guys think about how uh, this went down and how it was worked and all that? Uh, you know, I mean, I I don't want to criticize the match. I mean, it wasn't a bad match. I just say the ending just kind of felt. I understand what it what like I, I'm on board with what with what they were trying to do, I guess, but it just wasn't selling me. First of mm-hmm. all, the mounted punches, the ref isn't even doing a fucking pin count during the mounted punches when both yeah, shoulders. That's true. At, which was pissing me off, and the just I, it was just it was just so long and drawn out. It's like, bro, you could have done this so much quicker and so much more effectively, but it had to be like very like long and soap opera. It just, I feel like they're purposely making uh, Cross look like stagey as opposed to to being mean and, and scary you know so no, like, i was gonna I'll, say I'll, i've been go ahead i was gonna say one thing i will say is like it doesn't really do them favors to stretch it out that like that because yeah. then you get you get a i guess the goldberg effect yeah or that, yeah. that perception mm-hmm. even though yeah. we know he could work but yeah like you said if it's too, too theatrical too stagey mm-hmm. then it's like yeah you know, it's almost like going through the motions yeah. to try to get a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is not a knock on either guy. Um, I'm a fan of both, but yeah, it was a little bit different than what I expected for sure. I will say this: um, two things. A, I'm I've been real critical of the booking of Cross so far. In my opinion, I feel like it's weird what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I like like I said, I think slow burn is better. Like, but it's weird where they're uh, they're they're adding the slow burn you know what I mean like the slow you know systematic I mean like you said I mean like I, I was writing notes and I write oh he's pinning his shoulder down and I'm like wait that's weird because the ref didn't, and I was thinking that yeah. ref didn't count you know and it's hard not to look at that you know but I thought it was weird that they're making it so much about Keith Lee because I thought it was a better match with Dijakovic from the last week in terms of being mm-hmm. in the stock up Mm-hmm. You know that they could stalemate with the big tie up, they're doing the big man stuff, but then he hits the the doomsday out of like like almost you know like within the first five minutes. Right, right. Um, and then but there's a there's that point where they're outside and he goes, uh, Dijakovic is like trying to throw him into the steps and he's like, you're no Keith Lee, and it's like, yo, what the, what's this? Why you? Why would you say that? Uh, and yeah. and then Cross is like, yeah, you either, and then he throws him yeah. to the steps. That was you know? dumb. So I thought I that was a little yeah. little bit much for me. Yeah, you know. Um, it just made Dominic like a fanboy again. From a casual yeah. fan standpoint, if I just tuned in last week and I and I want to see if this guy's any better than last week, he's like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's like, oh wow, he really thinks Keith Lee's like a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know, but yeah, Dijakovic would um, pass out, I guess, from the cross jacket. Um, Which at and, least they didn't have him tap. Yeah, 
you know. Yeah. And he, I really liked how, how he, like, would, never took his eyes off of Lee as he, like, even exited, you know what I mean, the uh, the ring. He, like, stared a hole through him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was a better facial than he usually does. But um, other than that, I don't – it was kind of a little bit anticlimactic to go off the, the, the show with that, you know what I mean? But it looked like they were motioning for EMTs, too, which had me a little um, curious if they're going to use that down mm-hmm. the line with Dijakovic or what. I was going to say maybe maybe they're using it because, you know, sometimes they'll do stuff off air just so that they can air it on their backstage type right, of sure. uh, deal. So yeah. maybe maybe for that. But, yeah, I was wondering if that was what the, what was going on as well. Um, but you know what? Just to capitalize on, you know, cap off what you were saying, I'm sorry. Um, it does make Dijakovic look real like a bit character in the bigger story of the Keith or the bigger Keith Lee story, as opposed to mm-hmm. a guy that's actively seeking competition. I mean, cause it's, it's good, you know, standing up for himself. I thought it was a good look for him last week, even though he did get jumped on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I still thought it was a good look, you know what I mean? That he actually was aggressive and, you know, taking it to a guy like cross and then, you know, match yeah. aside, you know, then like you said, it kind of just killed it when he's like, almost like, it's like, I'm here to defend my friend. Like, it's almost like the, uh, the Io Shirai story. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> all right yeah, yeah you know you know it's 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 um yeah man it's it's crazy because like it, you you kind of you know what i'm not gonna add you hit the nail right in the head Quincy. It, it, it's just like it's weird it makes him like you said look like a bit spot in the keith lee story and mm-hmm. it could be a little bit better you know so yeah um yeah, that was it, man. Um, and I know we, yeah, we're going to get to AEW, but we're going to take one more quick break, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk about Dynamite. Yo, yo, what's going on, KJS listeners? It is I, the one and only hip-hop hybrid, Triple H himself, Doc Lesnar, co-host of your favorite wrestling podcast, giving you the best news in the wrestling universe. But right now, I'm just taking some time to remind you guys to hit me up, follow me on Instagram, but of more importantly, get that music. You guys have heard me talk about it every episode. I hit you with the plugs, Amazon, Google, you know what I mean, iTunes, a little bit of Apple Music, and of course, Spotify. So what are you guys waiting on, man? Follow me on Spotify. You go ahead and, 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 you know, just dip your toe a little bit. That's that free stream, you know? The first one's always free. But check out my songs, man. Triple H, Hip Hop Hybrid, and of course, one of my favorite songs I've ever done, the Strong Style and Profiling Remix featuring myself, my cohort, Quincy Jones Go. You may have heard of him. And of course, the iconic Mega Ran and the homie Cam Archer, man. So go ahead, check that out anywhere that you digitally stream your music today. Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, go! Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. What's going on? We are back. We are back. And uh, yeah, we're just a couple of guys talking wrestling, man. Talking to Wednesday Night Uh. Wars. Um, Just finished talking about NXT. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it'd only be right we get into the other side of the uh, the battle lines. Uh, that would be AEW Di- Dynamite. Light the fuse. Uh, <laughs> That's bring the boom. Um, hey, hey, if you're gonna light the fuse, you got to bring the boom as well, Quincy. Jones. Have you actually heard Dynamite the lyrics of that song? The song is pretty. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty typecast. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, nah, yeah, I mean, uh, we had uh, AW Dynamite, and basically their card boasted they had a uh, Fall Scout and or match uh, tag team, Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade. They had a Hangman Adam Page going against five uh, from the Dark Order. A.K.A. Is, uh, uh, now, what was his name? Uh, is it Austin Angels? Alan Angels. Angel. Alan Angels, yeah. The, uh, the kid who stood toe-to-toe with Kenny Omega and drove the IWC fucking crazy when he kicked out. fucking match. Dumbass match. <laughs> Oh, oh man, dude. we also had uh, uh, <laughs> Evil so uh, versus. <laughs> what a stupid fucking match! Oh yes, oh man, yes, we had a let it flow. Evil East versus uh, Diamante. Uh, MGF uh, was in action as well, and then we had, of course, the main event was Jurassic Express versus Jake Hager and Chris Jericho. But we kicked it off with uh, Cody versus Eddie Kingston, and this was a surprise. Um, I didn't see how they marketed this. Apparently, there were uh, graphics going out that boasted it was going to be a top indie name. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of people were thinking it was a little misdirection. But I did obtain some uh, footage earlier today that actually showed Kingston had called out Cody as part of that open challenge at, like, an ICW show. Because what's been going on is a lot of – Wrestling shows because they can't, you know, they're not running on venues. They're, they're literally running them outside. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been seeing um, that. So, yeah, yeah. So he was at one of these shows and he was he had some choice things. He actually said a lot of what he used in that promo where he was saying everyone you went against are, are little kids. I'm a grown ass man. But he yeah. also said everything about you is fake. Like he said, your blonde hair is fake. Your teeth are fake. And and he said, uh, and by the way, all the friends that you run the business with, they like me more than you actually. So, uh, yeah, he was he was uh, coming for him a little bit. I don't know how long ago the show was, but I did find this uh, I like that, footage. Uh, double check uh, the, you know, Quincy Jones show on social media. Check it all out. But, yeah, so I guess, you know, maybe it would have served them, you know, a little bit of justice if they were to maybe obtain the footage earlier and would have showed it. Oh, definitely. It. definitely. Um, but that's but an AEW mistake. I, I did like the yeah. match. I, I was worried. I was trying to figure out, was Kingston selling – or if he really hurt his leg. Yeah, see, that, that seemed to be the question of the night. Um, because all I... They, they, they went with no DQ, so you couldn't tell if, like... Yeah, that's true. He shoot, hurt himself coming, you know, whether the way he bumped on something. Even well, JR when said, I, watched, I don't know if that leg was, was hurt before he got here or what. Yeah, that, which, which was a good... That was a good pitch to that. Um, what I saw when I ran it back was... Because I was trying to pinpoint at what, you know, period of the match did he start grabbing for it or even like selling it? But I noticed mm. is when it was right after Cody, he did like the suicide dive and then he yeah. was throwing him back into the ring. When he threw him into the ring, he, you know, they do that little kind of roll into the ring when you throw him back in, he did, but his mm. leg kind of like when he rolled, he rolled right into the, the, the ropes on mm. that leg. And, and after that is when I saw that he actually started like, you know, uh, oh, what's the word? That's Fancying it. Or whatever you want to call it, babying it, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, it, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if he was just selling that, and that was just a little bit of detail he needed to just keep it up during the whole match, or if it was legit. But I mean, he got the dude in a freaking powerbomb. So yeah, um, I'm gonna say. I mean, yeah. When they when they pulled out them tacks, which I was definitely not expecting. Uh, definitely not on pre TV. Um, and I definitely wasn't expecting for, uh, uh, you know, for Cody to be the one to take the bump. I think it was great that he did. 
Um, you know what I mean? Because it, it gives him a little bit more grit, even though we I know we hate throwing that word around, Damn but <laughs> he can well he can you know he could use it because everyone thinks he's just a white meat baby face that just you know books himself to win is a you know nepotism magnet, et cetera, et cetera. So I mean it, it at least gives him a little bit more uh, uh toughness, you know, in terms of like his little character. Edge. But I yeah. was surprised he took that on free TV. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. A little bit more edge. What you know, you one thing. Match, Mark? One. Uh. Oh yeah. No. Oh, I was just gonna say one of the things that disappointed me was they made reference to the knee, and then there was that spot on the outside where uh, he peeled back the mats for the concrete, and then Cody back body dropped him. But he literally landed on that same knee, and no one mm-hmm. said. And like, I was like, why wouldn't you point that out? Like, because he, 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 he flipped over and then landed on his side and all his weight landed on that same knee. He was already fainting. So I was like, that would have been a great call. I didn't know to say, yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyways, hey, I digress. Hey, you know what? Better better not call that than hearing JR shoehorn a WWE reference, which he did not do this week. So I'm proud of JR on commentary. So. That's true. By God, he did it. Yeah. What do you think about Kingston uh, answering the challenge, Mark? Uh, I mean, I think he's a good promo. Um, definitely, obviously, uh, you know, he's got a decent, you know, he's got a decent look with the fucking eyebrows and the fucking fade and the beard (laughs) thing. I mean, you know, uh, the gear is like, I'm not super into, but, uh, the match was fine. It was cool. I like, I like, you know, like I I don't have a problem with tax. I just don't really know why, why they needed to be in this match. And when I was watching the match, I was even kind of like liking the fact that it was a no DQ match, but there wasn't even really any weapons being used. He was just kind of doing dirty shit. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah, so it felt, felt like a yeah. massive, felt like kind of a leapfrog right to tax. It was kind of crazy to me. But, I agree because you know, it wasn't like a chair. It, it was yeah, just yeah, tax. Yeah. It wasn't a so, table. You know, just, I, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to criticize it because I, I, I still like, I usually like whatever Cody's in. I mean, a lot, sometimes he gets a little too ridiculous with the dusty finishes with his, with all the run-ins and stuff at the end of matches. But this one, I thought the tax was a little much. I'd like for him to have like a straight up wrestling match with better psychology. Like if he wants to really work himself as this, you know, weekly TNT champion that's defend that's cutting a schedule like no one else. Like it's cool that he's yeah. doing these matches, but are you doing the tax spot just for the fucking video footage of you taking the tax for the fucking video package, or are you doing it for? To, you know what I'm saying? Like I just don't know what mm. I don't really know what the purpose of it is. No, you know? I, so, I totally understand where you're coming from because yeah. especially you got to kind of hold them up to what, whatever standard he said and for himself. And the, the most recent of it is he had said, uh, com- he commented on, on the TNT championship saying that he wants to have the same kind of prestige to it as the IWGP intercontinental championship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and okay. it's like, is attack, you know, attack spot in a match going to get you there? I don't, I don't know. I mean, listen, but, I don't I mean, have a problem yeah. with attack spot as long as it makes sense. I'm not even yeah. saying it doesn't make sense here. I mean, like you could make a case for it making sense here. I'm I just mean, saying, it did, is, it, it did, is it necessary? Is what yeah, I think it did yeah. more for Kingston's heel character. We don't know if right, he's going right, to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I will I say this, though. I don't know. Besides Kingston's work uh, outside, I know a little bit of it, but more more recently, you know, linking up with uh, Santana Ortiz with the whole LAX angle yeah, yeah. impact. So I don't really know, per se, is Kingston, like, synonymous with nodes or tax or anything. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. I don't know if the tax served 
Kingston's character more than mm-hmm. anything, but it didn't seem to I, – I, I agree with you. It could have been good, but I don't know what it served for Cody defending the title and taking right, the spot. Right. But he did win with yeah. the bigger four. So, I mean – Yeah, he did. I yeah. Mean, and and, and God bless up, him. Because I've been – it was way better than the one that Hogan does, so. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, yeah. man. Well, from here, we had uh, uh, our favorite heel, MJF. He uh, showed up against the lookalike of Jungle Boy, which we've been seeing on BTE. Griff Garrison. Uh, Griff Garrison, the Ivy League MVP. Um, so, I, I obviously love this, the pre-match yeah. promo. Uh, he calls himself a prodigy with a heart of gold, you know, salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. We all know. I, you know? I, I watched this the whole time smiling, knowing that Mark was Amazing. definitely enjoying this. Because I was Amazing. like, even even down to him going the ringside, grabbing the mic, and just mm-hmm. the heel work he was doing inside the ring yeah. while the match was. I'm like, dude, no one else is doing it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, and again, yeah, he's boy. only, what, like 23, 24, something yeah. like that? Yeah, Just, yeah. He he's gonna be a he's gonna I be loved, a I, hitter for sure, man. I was gonna say I was surprised Griff did get himself a little pop when he introduced himself, but I love everything MJF did. You're Ivy League yeah. MVP, but you're barely passing finger painting class. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I love how though Griff reminded him. He said, "Well, you did lose your tag match, which is kind of key because you kind of forget about." It's the loop, he, uh, it's the loophole. I mean, yeah, right. he takes umbrage with that. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. He, I love how he, you know, same thing in terms of heels and what they're not doing these days. Boom, Mike to the head. I love that. Spot. Yeah, perfect. I love that. Especially when it's no, done it was, very well. Yeah, MPF it was, and, is really good you know at doing what? it, man. He was he was biting I, his fingers too. You yeah. guys see that? When he I, I noticed that man. he also didn't uh, rely on Wardlow if at all in this match. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, great or, look for him. I mean, he. Yeah, and and I was gonna say he he usually does a lot more shoulder based offense, but he won't. I mean, they call it the heat seeker. I've seen it called the leg trap DDT. Yeah, Adam Colds, maybe that's, that's definitely what the, the technical name is. Anybody, I mean, so. I, I've I've heard I've seen him use it on MLW and I heard him call it like that <laughs> before. So um, yeah, I was just wondering if he was actually going to start using a definitive finish as opposed to just the arm bar all the time because I'm I'm like dude I'm yeah. I don't see or that shoulder much. breaker too. Well, because I don't see him, I don't see him uh, winning a championship with with, with the uh, with the Fujiwara. You know what I mean? Like, you mean the salt of the earth armbar? Uh, it sounds like a <laughs> fake, made up uh, granola bar. But oh yeah. man, Mark said, "Put respect on that name." <laughs> <laughs> even even though it's called the Fujiwara, and you're telling me, to but put don't you think? Don't you guys think? Don't you guys think MJF is? Don't you guys think MJF is kind of like, even though he's great and I love his segments every week. Uh, I know we've bitched and complained he's not featured enough, but now that he's being featured, it doesn't seem like he's got a big name feud going really, or like has had a really big one. It doesn't who, seem like there's I'm one so, on the prize. Who would you, you know? who would you have him feed with right now? Darby. If, if Darby. I mean, Darby. he already did. He already did it with Jungle Boy. Uh, I, w- I would do Darby, or I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, it'd be great to have him beef again with Hangman, but he's already yeah. a tag team. Yeah. Maybe Scorpio Sky, since he's doing the solo thing, he could he could take the rub from. That'd be a pretty good match. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe if he beefs with SCU as a as a crew, both. that could be good. Like that could benefit. They could both benefit from that. Mm-hmm. And like then, Mike uh, all those guys are talkers yeah. too. So yeah, yeah. that that actually yeah. be pretty good. Uh, I guess that's Wardlow, the thing. Wardlow could wrestle. Wardlow could wrestle Sky or well. I, I, I was even going to say, you know, we did see him and Big Money Mad bump into each other the other day on BTE. I wouldn't mind yeah, seeing that, that match funny. either. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, 
let me ask you guys uh, this, though. We did have this Brian Cage and Taz segment um, uh, where, where it was, I felt like it was a little convoluted because I didn't work. And I learned that basically Darby went against uh, Robert Anthony, who is a friend of Mox. He's been on Dark a couple times already. CCW, he did beat alumni, him, but I guess yeah. – uh, exactly, and and I guess Cage ran in post match, and then Ricky Starks came yeah. in, and yeah, so I Ricky guess Starks is now joining. a client yeah. of, of Taz now. Yeah, okay, so I so I didn't I didn't know all that. It seemed like they had to really cram that in right. It's it's not. I'm not before, a fan of the know, pairing at all. Out there. I'm not either. Ricky it, Ricky it, it, it's, it, Ricky it's Starks weird. doesn't need him. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. He's like, got honestly he's got some personalities. So. You're talking about the Stroke Daddy. Okay, I you know, like, you know, he got all the stroke he needs. Yeah, for real. But I feel like if he was a face, he could be beefing with MJF right now. Oh, like, that would be awesome. Is, Those yeah, two right yeah, now? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, yeah, so I, I don't know why they paired I mean, him, but, you know. Maybe I'd, put, yo, never... I'd, put, I'd put Starks in the same category as a, like, Sammy G, Jungle Boy, uh, yeah. uh, sure. MJF's probably ahead of them, but I mean, like that young talent pool that they're trying to create new stars exactly. from. Exactly, he's one of those guys. So, yeah. and I guess maybe they're trying to put him in this stable to kind of, kind of, because they saw it work with Sammy G. But I feel like he might be one of those guys where he might just want to let him be on his own. I, I mean, dude, I mean, his charisma is yeah. great, and it's yeah. just for me, it's like maybe it's because I have never seen Ricky Starks as a heel, yeah. because I've seen him as a heel, but as a cocky heel, which fits mm-hmm. his character. Yeah, like, not as aggressive then, heel. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like he does yeah. the thing, you know, with the. It's like Flair, you know, like he, he, he he's cocky. He dresses well. Uh, he 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 has a great record with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. he's a pretty boy know, heel. Yeah, you know that's yeah. why I'm like yeah. putting him again with the with like the. That's like putting I mean, um. His name is Stroke Daddy. Like I, I'm not yeah. scared of somebody stro- named Stroke Daddy going to try to like get his receipt on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like uh, someone like The Miz or like Jomo rolling with like Brock and Paul Heyman. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, well, like, I will say. You know, go, go ahead, Quince. No, I was just gonna say. Uh, I just thought of another. Uh, I mean, it's not a big name in the eyes of uh, probably me or mostly uh, Mark McFly, but I could see him and Wardlow, uh, MJF and Wardlow, uh, also beefing with possibly um, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela, maybe. No, I was going to say, to me, a money match is Orange versus MJF. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, it'd it'd probably be a little bit like the the Jericho thing. but Yeah, it would probably be pretty similar, yeah. Yeah, Uh, you know what I mean? But But I was going to say with the Brian Cage uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, because basically what we learn is Taz says he almost lost his job for throwing in a towel. But today I was just, you know, it was a business decision. He understood. I was trying to protect the investment. Then uh, he swears, you know, because he's the FT- FTW champion, that he's not yeah. wired to tap, so that situation will never happen again. Yeah. Uh, and then Darby's music hits, and uh, Starks would, like you guys said, uh, stiffly jump Darby before he gets in the ring from behind. Uh, he gets powerbomb. I love when Cage does that powerbomb. He, like, basically picks him up from the stage and powerbombs him over the top rope into the ring, uh, which is just kind of showing I, that dominance. But uh, yeah. go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, like, I I just really thought that that was a dangerous spot to still go on with after he literally just got collided right, like smacked face first into the freaking. Uh, yeah, he kind of did the Enzo oh. low key from outside, like yeah, yeah. From I was the worried for him of, of being brushed like that. 
Yeah. You know, I was but, you know, I, I was going to say, since you're more versed with uh, Ricky Starks, uh, Quincy, I was going to ask how you feel about the win. Because I know his original finish is the Angels wins, but now he's kind of doing – uh, well, it's funny because I made this move back when, you know, you could do creator uh, finisher back in, you know, 2K. Well, what's but his name? You it's do a basically, it. uh, yeah, it's like, it's like Chris Saban. It's like, yeah, definitely. It's like a running butterfly face buster, but like, it's kind of like do- Dominator style. Oh, you, you talk, oh, you like talking he, about the, 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 the yeah, style drop up and up shot, my dude? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, you remember the name. It's definitely, okay. it's definitely an impressive move. Or, it's not, it's not, it's not exactly the type of move you expect a guy of his size to be doing. You know, yeah, I, I, I agree. I like, a, like maybe more muscle mass, it would be a little yeah, bit yeah. more. I, I was a huge. Uh, believable, you would think you'd think he'd be doing like more of an agility style finisher. You know what I'm saying? Like with his like athleticism and shit. You know, but uh, you know, definitely, I don't know. definitely. Like I could see but, yeah, him doing man, something I mean, like the impaler or something, something like. Yeah, I would see. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, it's it's still smooth, and but but it's not, and and it's like kind of agile, but. Yeah, it, it, it's it's something, you know. I mean, I, to me, I don't get why he just doesn't do the Angels wings. It's not like, I mean, I know Daniels made it famous, but he didn't like create it. You know, what I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn and the Blue Thunderpin. A lot of people still do that move. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but uh, now they threaten to basically jump, uh, jump him with a skateboard, but then Mox appears ringside with a barbed wire bat and chase off the heels. Um, I don't know. That didn't really do much for me. I guess he like returned the favor. To, to Darby from last week, but I, I don't think I had the effect. I mean, after he took, like, so. I mean, he, he should have been there the moment that he got jumped to begin with, but I digress. I mean, Word. one of the things that I just, I, I thought was just a dumb look for this segment was the fact that Taz is talking about, oh, I couldn't have him, you know, you know, he had that badass arm ball, and he, you know, I, I couldn't have him snap his arm off and, and you know, tear his bicep again, uh-huh. and then, but then it's like, but you were reinforced that he is not a human, he's a machine. Yeah, and and this yeah. is what happens, Quincy, so, um, when you book yourself into a corner by deciding to have him challenge for the championship as soon as he gets in the fucking company. It makes dude, sense. Dude, I mean, sense. we were. I mean, I were you a few shows ago, bro? I swear we were talking about. Like, this. it's just one of those things where they, they he could have still had the chip and he could have just been on a tear, yeah. wait, waiting to cash. I mean, which is what yeah. you want to do, anyways. I yeah. mean, who says yeah. you have to declare it? But I guess you know since. Taz had to make a statement since you know he got turned down by Darby. Not only did they hurt Cage's stock, but they also made Taz look like a complete fucking liar. Yeah, 100%. like this. Now he's like quitting. Now he's throwing in the towel for his 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 client, and now he's like, you can't throw in the like, towel for a machine. He's contradicting himself. You're gonna shut the machine down, <laughs> especially after the. I mean, level I'm of promo not. I'm not. I'm not mad at the finish, but I I definitely hear what you're saying. Like it could have been done in a way. It, it maybe the the armbar should have been teased a little longer, where it was like there's no, or maybe there should have been a stiff where like with no DQ, and like he had that shit wrapped with the bat or something. You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. really could have been maybe, or they could have just had more dire. They, they, yeah. they could have just had him hold the fucking armbar. They could have had him hold the armbar for a long ass time and cages and st- tapping out, and they could have had a doctor stop it or something. You know what I'm saying? Like or, you know something like or, that. Or like yeah. a trainer, like a trainer, or the yeah. ref, like yeah. like maybe it, maybe it's. Like on some kind of like mercy yeah. rule type stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like a technical, a technical yeah. stoppage, you know. It's too bad because it'd be cool to see make it seem like he held on to it so long that he popped his arm out of socket, and yeah. then he like you know. But WWE would totally do something like that when they would make it look like he had to knock it back in. Yeah, you know I mean, because that's what Brock used to do, you know. So here's here's one thing I've noticed is, is oh yeah, is, you're right. Is, 
this wrestling company is like not even a year old now. And they already have, they've already had two times where a, a fucking towel has been thrown in on a match. It makes no sense. Like, isn't that supposed to be like a prayer? Thing. I was thinking, this, I was like, yeah. well, I, I don't know why they, they chose to do that again. I mean, the first yeah. one was with Cody, correct? Yeah, and that, yeah. Was, that, one, that one actually made sense. That was actually a decent booking decision. Like, that made sense with MJF and mm-hmm. Cody for like, well, yeah, the whole, for the storytelling being used yeah. for it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, the only thing I would change is if he threw in his scarf because it's MJF. You know what I mean? Yeah, he right. Yeah, scarf. yeah. That, that's that, that's that's me nitpicking, but uh, yeah. I was gonna say something that was new that they did announce was this deadly draw. Oh, AEW. I was gonna ask you guys about this. Oh, I got thoughts on this. Six, oh, I knew you did. Sixteen women, eight teams. Six, and, and I'm and, and you know I will say just to skip and you know go past this. They mentioned this with Diamante when she went against Eva because it wasn't a bad match, but they didn't. It was underwhelming. Bro, that was a bad match. Yeah. No, well, they, well, they, this was weird. Right? It felt like they were shooting they on each other after a while. It, a little bit. But they didn't mention what if they teamed up for the tournament. So I felt like that was kind of the purpose of having them out there. Well, yeah, yeah they, they've because, teamed let's before. Be honest, right? But, but, but 16, 16 women, eight teams, like, the only yeah. team I know of for sure is the quote unquote nightmare sisters, and they're not even that official to me. Bro, you know that I mean? shit so... is. I don't understand that booking decision at all. All right, so so oh, let me explain to you how to run the worst women's division in the history of wrestling. Okay, I don't think you have to explain oh, because Kenny is showing so, us. So the first thing you do is you bring in a bunch of girls from stardom in Japan that the United States fans aren't familiar with. Check. Don't explain who they are. Don't don't. Give them mouthpieces so that they can talk. Don't tell us what no. they do besides the fact that they've been wrestling for 13 years, even though they're 20 or whatever the fuck. Because why? Have them why? become champion. Uh, bring in a girl that's supposed to be this big beast and then have her lose to a girl, th- this girl that's like, you know, hundreds of pounds less than she is. Uh, and then that's after cool, that, bro. proceed to misuse your only good, talented star in Britt Baker. And now she's injured and fucking on the sideline. Don't sign Deanna Perrazzo, who is now the fucking champion of Impact Wrestling. And then you decide you're going to have a fucking tag team tournament when you don't even have the talent to have a regular women's division. This is the sorriest shit I've ever fucking seen, bro. This is so... It seems like, like an what open is, what is call, right? What? It's got to be an open call. It's got to be, in my opinion, like... I, I Dude. Hey, where's Shanna at? Is Shanna on quarantine bro. right now? I don't know. Like I was they, they haven't even gotten they haven't even gotten gone, singles. Like, I don't know where the, these people are. They haven't even gotten a single singles female wrestler over besides Britt Baker, in my opinion. And they're trying to get a fucking tag team division popping. Like what? What are we talking about, bro? Mark, Mark, you gotta you do yourself a favor if you didn't already watch it. Definitely watch that Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo match from Slammiversary. Okay. It's yeah. like you just feel like it's just like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like you feel so pissed. You're like, why didn't they yeah. get this girl? She's so technically efficient. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, they never gave her the time of day in NXT. And this is the first match I got to see her actually do her thing. And it was just yeah. like, damn, this is such which, a great which, match. You know, what I mean, you arguably the best right on there. the card of what you just said right mm-hmm. there. Never gave her the time of day in NXT. Yeah, I mean, who can identify Where's with B. that? Where's Beasley at right now? I was gonna say, but who who can identify with that experience more prominently than I don't know, freaking Kenny Omega who. Freaking yeah. left floor, you know, uh, FC, FCW. Like, seriously. Kenny ha- Kenny's, man, he is fucking, bro, he's torpedoing that division so fucking it's fast. Fucking up. Like, that so bad. Up, man. Definitely. But from there, man, I mean, that'll be interesting what, how, what brand 
is out from that, but we did have this false count anywhere, Young Bucks, Butcher, and Blade match. Before you go um, on, I, I'll I, say, I, I was yeah. just going to say, I, I guess it's worth noting that uh, they made it official uh, that Ivelisse is all elite. They've been having a lot of people come oh, in okay. for a guest spot, so, um, oh, okay. you know, they, they do that's, have, that's uh, you know, in addition to the women's cha- uh, division, but, yeah, uh, I mean, everything, I mean, again, is a, is a good guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. You know what I mean? I don't know. If um, she, I don't know if she tips the scales though, bro. Like, I, I mean, she's okay, but she's cool. I think she's cooled off the last couple of years, but because she was also, struggling to I, get I out of honest, that. that match, uh, I thought that match. I thought she looked sloppy. I thought they both looked sloppy in that match. I thought that she was not. Definitely, yeah, definitely not her best match. If you look up, yeah. look up stuff from Lucha Underground and other stuff. Yeah, like yeah. She, 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 she gets down, bro. Bro, sure. yeah, she yeah. was, she was taking bicycle kicks to the face from like freaking from dudes, yeah. From yeah, uh, yeah. what's Solomon Crow? I forgot what what they call it. Sammy <laughs> oh, Callahan. Oh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I was like kind of surprised about the tag match again. I don't know. I will but, say yeah. it started kind of cool with the oh okay they're in the they're in the kitchen and they're like chop. You know what I mean? Like I I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can appreciate them trying to stay consistent with that image. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, I, I wasn't mad at that. That go. Coverage power bomb on the table looked kind of brutal though. Yeah, that was that was pretty. No, you know, I mean, I, I, not to get ahead here, but you know what looked brutal was that entire entirely. Mi- I'm sorry, bro, but this fool looked like a uh, fucking mark oh, when, when that shit happened. Oh, you uh, talking about Blade, right? Talking about when Blade missed the mark. <laughs> um, the freaking tope and totally missed and the mat. <laughs> just entirely missed the table, and I was like, bro, dude, it was bad. Like, I felt bad because yeah, I, I was like, yo. And the thing was, Butcher didn't even go and check on him at all. I was like. Yeah. No, nah, he, wanna... he just went to the next spot. He was like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. seriously. Um, Let me, can, I make, can I make a point about this match? Because yes. I think this is like the perfect example of, of the problem with the mindset with these guys. Is, it's, gratu- it's too gratuitous. It, it's like, bro, here's the thing. Would it hurt the show to just have a 10-minute match inside the fucking kitchen and then just finish it in the kitchen? Like, does it matter? Do you have to go everywhere? No. Does it have to end in the ring? Does it matter? Because none of that shit added anything. Uh, none of the table spots well, added. No, Some no, you're right, kitchen. though. But yeah. but at the same time, it's like, why expose all your guys' areas and then now you have nowhere else to go for other matches? You right, know what right. I'm and also, it's like, okay, so... WWE did that with the start- last man standing match already. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're already going to be... A, if you're already going to commit to this, okay, well, it's the Butcher and the Blade, they're in the kitchen. Why not just have the whole fucking match in the kitchen and only have it be like a regular tag match, but in the kitchen and just, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes and it doesn't have to go all around the arena. It, every match doesn't have to be uh, like, like I have to go to every location around the arena. Like it doesn't have to be like, here comes the pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be like <laughs> yeah. Where you can yeah. go backstage and you can do this. And it's like, dude, it's not a video game. It's fucking wrestling. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it gets frustrating. You know, there's no psychology whatsoever. Yeah. No, I, I- yeah, I, I was gonna say like um, it, it, I, it it's that because there's a need to to acknowledge stuff, and what I mean by that is because they left that kitchen, they had to go out to the open trailer, you know, where where you know I think Matt did that senton out of, but just yeah. so you can see the one hour t you know one hour t's box and right right the mud right, show yeah. easter egg yeah. sign you know yeah, just to throw back in cornet's face and i'm just like and i just felt like it was funny but i didn't and then it's just like but it's just a pop themselves getting it on tv 
you yeah, know? It's, it's, it's more the pop exactly. than anybody and, else. And, yeah. and that's when it's like, it gets a little dangerous, you know? It's so, markish. Uh, no, the one thing I was going to say, yeah, no, nah, definitely. Uh thing I was going to say, too, besides that Miss Tope from Blade, the other thing I thought that was kind of a dangerous spot that looked simple was, you know, Bucks do that, like, that that whole, like, clothesline bulldog thing, but I think oh. Nick was doing a running bulldog, and then yeah, Matt yeah. did that running drop kick, and I it was, was like, like Claymore. Yo, that was a little... Yeah, was, almost, right? Rough, so, yeah. I do, that was crazy how they brought back the cease and desist, though. I haven't seen them do that in a while. Yeah. The yeah, uh, yeah. sharpshooter cross-face combo. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't realize but, that's uh, what that was called. I was, that, yeah, they, when they got that whole C oh, and D. Of course, D, why not? They got to do that. Yeah. You know. That's what they exactly, do. So. That's what, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I like how they – I thought there was too many super kicks for my taste. I love the the one that sent Blade on the escalator, but at the end it was like yeah. super kick, duck, super kick. Oh, we're gonna hit you with this. Oh, and guess what? You get or V trigger, super kick. Um, just BTE to get to the table trigger. Spot. I love. Thank you very much. There you go. I mean, I did like the diving elbow and Swanton. It looked cool. It was a different finish for them too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I liked it, I but as soon it was like a long way to get there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say as soon as I saw the tables, I was like, okay, they're gonna do dual diving attacks to the tables. Yeah. That's probably gonna be a finish, and then like three, like like that, you know that that SpongeBob three minutes. Also, later. listen, I hate to sit, keep harping on this, but Quincy, there's no fucking crowd. Okay. No, yeah. No, 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 no. Trust so, me. I, that's why I was saying, like, up, like we're, ta- we're talking about setting up tables, like, and this whole big. It's just like there's no crowd. It's just, it's, like, it like, just like, it's, it doesn't make but, any but sense. The other, the other part of it too, for me, is like there was nothing outside of the one match you guys had. Yeah. That would have warranted you guys to even have a false count anywhere match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If anything, they they should yeah. they would deserve more a match like that with FTR for stealing their ride. If I mean, if right, they're going right, to play right. on that, but even then, that's even a loose uh, end of logic. So it's like, that's why I was like, well, yeah. it would have made sense that they were in the tag match because just last week, FTR was facing the other team that was in an eight-man, you know, at a Fighter yeah. Fest. So, okay, that's continuous booking. That makes sense. But then, like, the fact that they had to go extra. I mean, I get they got to market it so they got people to watch. Uh, it definitely made me watch. But at the same time, it was like, I would, like, like you said, if it was just a 10-minute match, quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, to be honest with you, I was actually kind of into it when it was in the kitchen. Like, when they would, like, yeah, and they power bought him on top of the on top of the fucking cart, and they pinned him, and and like all that shit. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, keep it in here, make it short. Like, don't draw this out because if you do this, and no spots will matter. Like, every spot won't matter. Well, See, I, I, I thought longer. the whole point of the stiff was because it was gonna go to the parking lot, and Lucha Bros Something, would be there. Right. So oh, I don't right, know, like. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It, it, it was kind of weird that like the specific stiff because I didn't think it like warranted that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with both of both you guys. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed some stuff, but I agree. Like, uh, I think that's the problem with booking is they don't realize that there's so much more in less, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and I, you know, they, they can spoon feed us some stuff too. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they have, they well, have more to draw from as opposed ex- to giving it all what? up right away. Exactly. And a big example was the next segment that I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up, and that was Lance Archer's backstage section. Okay, dude. I, I, I'm so glad we finally brought this up because I wanted to text you guys last night about it, but I didn't know if you guys watched it yet. That was mm-hmm. the best promo that he's ever had. Ever. Best presentation. And, 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 yeah, yeah, dude. And I was able to understand. It was crazy. Even though he didn't really talk direct, I understood him exactly. I was just like, wow, that's who you are like you know, yeah, I, there, I love there's the, there's a difference between like oh while he's walking into the ring he's like throwing a guy like you know 
Yeah, as a gimmick, like, you, like you that can stuff expect just it, looks yeah. stupid, but, like, when you pick up a guy and you throw him through the fucking roof like that. Dude. You dude. know what I'm saying? Like, pick and, him up by the belt him. and then just right. toss yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That and, shit is, that yeah. shit is, not, is like, different like, and, and it sells. What I loved is how he just grabbed Marvez and said, no, come here. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want yeah. I'm going to give you your answer, and this is on yeah, you now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I just loved it. And yeah. we didn't and, need, and it, we didn't need it to be anyone of any uh, mm-hmm. certain status of people we could have recognized. Mm-hmm. They, did a, yeah. they did it correct. And then I yeah. did not mind you had uh, Jake – Kind of narrating in the background. Yeah, it was like this is the up, only yeah. time that Jake. This is the, the only time that Mar- Jake, it, it was March of the Murderhawk. Yeah. yeah, it's the only time that Jake took a back seat. No, was like, no I Morgan can't Freeman. Even control him. I, you know, this is well, you know. I, so it, it, it definitely. Well, I know I, he he he's been him. working on that. And then yeah. like what I liked was he took this. He took umbrage with the way they were stopped and flagged down to begin with. Because Marvin was like, yeah. "Hey, wait, he's off." <laughs> Hey, wait! Like, 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 you don't know his name. Like, you don't think yeah. you should respect. And, and that's why I think it was great. That's kind of what started the whole. All right, I'm gonna give you a reason to, to respect me and not call yeah. me. Hey, wait! Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, an Archer, basically. Yeah. Oh, you got you know? an interview? So, I'm gonna give you an interview. You are gonna remember? Yeah. Trust. And then, yeah. and, and then, even then, right there, you you hear you hear Jay go, wait, 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 no, no. You know, he tries to call him off, but like, dude, that was like a that was like basically Roadhouse, a uh, uh, Roadhouse <laughs> scene. You know, yeah, so it was, yeah. Like, and, yeah, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he did that, and, and I just love how he ended. He just comes back, and, and he goes yeah. right back to Marvez. He says, everybody in AEW, it doesn't matter who, how, or when, but when we decide, everybody Everyone dies. dies. And he just shoved yeah. Marvez. And I was like, that's how you – like, I, I, when yeah. I saw it, I rewatched it. Because I was yeah. like, damn, that was good. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, I was, was really great. happy for, for – uh, That was really Lantarchy. great. But again, yeah. less is more, bro. And that's, that's, a, I mean? that's why AEW – again, we, we fucking say it all the time, the schizophrenic fucking wrestling program, dude. It's just like yeah. – it, it's one time it's like really like spot it's a spot fest and it's silly and it's wacky and then and then the next moment it's like very serious and 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 it gets you it like reels you in so it's tough to it's it, it's frustrating it's not consistent it's yeah yeah it's it's up and down and i mean obviously we, it's it's the reason why we find things we like and don't like on the weekly you know what yeah. i mean so yeah no, definitely um, and uh yeah, i love that segment i'm sorry I, definitely, I say definitely. one last time oh no you Oh no, you're good. That was a, yeah, that was a great segment, man. Like I said, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. But we just have uh, two more things to really bring up, and that's uh, 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 we had Hangman go against uh, Allen Angels or five, and it wasn't much of a match. I just wanted to yeah. bring it up because some of the stuff they talked about on commentary, and I'll just list off. Uh, Excalibur explains that I guess uh, Angels is the fifth affiliate, which is why he goes by five. Um, they were talking about how, like, basically, like we talked about, he's the guy that sit toe to toe with Kenny Omega, which say what you want. <laughs> but uh, one of the yeah. things that they said was that the Dark Order is uh, not only they are the number one contenders to attack him titles. Um, then they said that Five calls himself, quote, the Dark Angel of the Dark Order, yeah. which I guess plays off of uh, his last Angels, name. But yeah. uh, what a, I, I, I gotta say, I mean, because this is an open check case on matches. I mean, Obviously, you get uh, the Dark Order coming out on stage at one point to watch. And Five does get, you know, that rope-hung diving elbow, but Page wins with that pop-up powerbomb, doesn't even use his finish. But I love this moment where he boots. He does a big running boot to Five, and he looks right at the cameraman and wipes his toe clean and says, oh, that's ostrich. Uh, And I was just like, like, man, what, you know. But so it's what happens after the match that's really worth bringing up. 
Brody, basically. And I guess he, he's playing off the storyline for BTE where they almost had him recruited. You know, so yeah, he comes yeah, out yeah. with Cole Cabana, he picks up the mic, and he says, hey, I've been impressed by you and your rise, uh, but I'm not impressed by your lack of friends. You know what I mean? Especially when you're clearly in danger. Um, and then he kind of offers protection for Paige from yeah, Dark yeah. Order. And he just says, I'm cool. You know, I'm not ready to join a cult right now. He gets pissed off and the Dark Order basically circle him. They try to jump him, a numbers game. And then FTR comes out with a, a you know, a, a cooler full of beer, basically, and uh, help chase off the heels. And Omega gets there just a little bit too late. You know this, what I mean? So uh, This is my only problem um, with, with, yeah. with this segment was I just felt like it, this could have waited a week, whereas – if mm-hmm. they were going to have FTR featured, they should have had them featured where they're talking about how they disrespected the Lucha tradition and, you know, the whole unmasking of Ray, Ray Phoenix. Because that's not just yeah, like – Yeah, there should have been follow-up. You're right. E- yeah. even, if, even if it was just one promo to cap it off, I mean, you don't mm-hmm. just pull someone's mask off and then the next, day, next week you act like nothing happened. Well, clearly there's unfinished business there. I mean, I would, I would think I mean, so. Don't get me wrong. They're, I, I they're so. top guys. They're going to take, take a W either a win's way. A win. But, win's a win, yeah. but, but, you know, but in terms of, like, best tag team, you want a definitive one, in my opinion. I would so think that, that, that they're, still, if I'm the Lucha yeah, Brothers, you know? if I'm the Lucha Brothers, we're tagging wins. We're not just going to take an L for y'all first time meeting. Uh, just yeah. Regardless of the finish, mm-hmm. Dusty or or – Straight up, you know what I mean? I, I would think that they got an L coming to them, but maybe not right away. They, I don't think they want FCR to lose. They technically didn't lose that uh, eight-man tag, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, very true. You know what I mean? So, but, so what, uh, what is this? What is this? How does this make you feel about, like, this potential four-horsemen thing that that's, seems to be brewing? Like, what I, do you think I wouldn't be this? mad if it was just the three of them, to be honest. Um, if I had to put a fourth, I definitely would add – uh, you know, Sean Who's Spears or Tully. Um, but you don't think it's not – I yeah. mean, you don't think Cody in there? Um, someone had an interesting – Someone had an interesting uh, theory about this. Okay. That Cody would find his way back to, uh, back to the elite by way of getting dumped by Arn Anderson, turning heel on him on some – For Hangman – to go to ha- to go to Hangman. Well, to go, well, well on some – on some – you're crazy if you think I'd ever let a Rhodes right. four horseman type shit. I like that. I like that a lot. That's so, what so, I thought. I was so like, that so was, you're looking at a Sean Spears, FTR, Hangman, four horseman. Well, when you think about I'm it, not, too, I'm like, it, like, like we, we, can, we can revisit the Sean Spears versus Cody thing where he has yeah. this Tully and Arn. And, 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 you know, we did have Arn show up in the match, but he wasn't aligned with Cody just yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's crazy because, I, I mean, I, I know they've been showing him. He's been obviously watching FTR's matches yeah, very graciously, yeah. but also we saw him watching Cody last week. Not so much this week, but last week, and, sure. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if that was just scouting for a TNT championship shot or what, yeah. but someone, someone, uh, you know, when they made, you know, they keep making these open challenges, these big mysteries. Someone had uh, uh, all, of the, all of the wrestling's uh, social media put out, you know, some sort of promo. Oh, who do you think it is? And a lot of fans were adding, like, tagging uh, Sean Spears, and he he just put, nah, like, N-A-H. Like, not interested, kind of. In what? Not interested in what? In a TNT championship, open challenge. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. I don't know if maybe he's just not interested in facing Cody or he's just not yeah, interested, yeah. you know what I mean? But, yeah. Mm. Uh, a lot of people That's thought it crazy. was EC3. I don't know why they would think it would be EC3, but they 
if they thought it'd be. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm I will excited, say I'm this: if it's it. Cody, that would be a pretty good swerve because I think Cody and Hangman have not had a lot of interaction, especially when Cody was pulled from the uh, football Super Bowl. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brawl thing. The Stampede so, Stadium Stampede. Uh, yeah. St- yeah, yeah. There you go, Stadium Stampede. So that would be a good change of pace, but I, I don't know. I mean. Especially with his match for Sonny Kiss, because it didn't look like he was listening to Arn that much, and Arn looked like yeah, he was getting really yeah. pissed off about it. You know what I mean? So it def- definitely laid some groundwork, but they didn't really follow up this week with the Eddie Kingston things. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Uh, the only thing I was going to say, yeah. So they didn't uh, do match announcements for next week. It's uh, Hikaru Shida versus Diamante. They had a tornado tag announced where Darby Allen will team with John Moxley against Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Of course, we have the TNT uh, Championship Open Challenge uh, with Cody, and we have Kenny Omega and Hangman Page going against the Dark Order. I don't know if that's for the tag titles or not. Again, they did mention that they were number one contenders at the time, so I think I think, be, it, I think but, it is. Uh, I think it is. For the okay, cool. Yeah, and then that just brings us to the main event, which was a Jurassic Express's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Obviously, they had uh, Marco out there. But uh, J- Jake Hager and Chris Jericho out there with Proud and Powerful representing Inner Circle. Um, I mean, my thing is this uh, that I'll say. I, I do like that they had Jericho and Jungle Boy start off the match to kind of play off the history, but they got to stop going to that whole symbolic Hurricane Ronnie thing. Thank you. you I'm know? glad they didn't say it. Kind of, it kind of gets yeah. They it didn't gets mention a little, it, little, but, little, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I did appreciate the big slugfest that Hager and Luchasaurus had because those are big hosses right there. Uh, I can also appreciate, uh, you know, I know Jungle Boy does that like. 180 uh like tornado ddt from the outside yeah they kept calling like an inside out type of it's pretty nice, yeah though. but if you notice he turned it into a flat liner yeah i think he, i think it's a flat liner yeah well, well that, this time i noticed he turned yeah. it into it's usually a ddt but he could tell he was going to be short so i applaud his professionalism to change his direction you know what i mean especially mm-hmm. with a bro like jericho so but uh stuff i hated was anything marco did um, I, I'm I'm so tired of the Marco gets you know the the baby face heat I guess when the refs turn like the, yeah, the I'm getting diving sick of, yeah spot and t- like there was yeah. just too, the the whole distracting the referee you know I mean? shit yeah it's it's getting old yeah man. also other thing I, I'm I'm getting over is the telegraph of, uh like when you see things are like oh let me shuffle to my spot um. Jericho yeah. basically the way I wrote it was like you know uh, him and Hager got that double goozle or that double choke slam attempt you know what I mean and then Lucha was able to hit the tail whip instead but like you literally see Jericho like join Hager like let me walk over here and get get choked real quick you know what I mean? yeah, so yeah yeah that's the only thing is like they, they don't realize that the cameras are on them at all times so they really got to clean that stuff up a little bit you know what I'm saying so um, but yeah, other than that, man, uh, the, the, we saw the finish where basically, uh, he did, uh, signal for the choke slam, Luchasaurus being he on Chris Jericho, but Serpentico seemingly jumps the, uh, barricade and gets on the apron and blasts him from behind with a baseball bat. And, uh, Jericho hit the code breaker for the win. Um, obviously in post-match, we would see that this is not, uh, Serpentico as he hits a shooting star press that looks way too familiar and. Uh, well, I, like we I, I don't, said in the episode, reveal that Sammy G is back in the house. I, I don't know if Serpentico uh, does a shooting star. Yeah. Uh, because when he hits it, they, they didn't bat an eye at it. Um, <laughs> you know, they didn't make it seem like it was out of the ordinary for 
Serpentico to hit a move like that. So, um, I yeah, it's like the fair. Re- they might not know if Serpentico. Yeah, like it was in his wheelhouse. I mean, I, I will say I did enjoy the reveal. Um, and the only other thing I was going to say was I did enjoy very much the uh, performance of Luchasaurus in here. I loved him and Jake Hager going back and throwing bombs at each other. I thought that was probably the best he's looked in a match against another big dude. I don't know why, but maybe yeah. they were because they're both were once in the WWE system. Maybe it just – I don't know, man. It, it, it's hard. You know, everyone says there's a, there's a certain style. There's a WWE style. I don't know what it is, but those two just click for some reason. More more than I've seen him in Wardlow. Yeah. So, um, I, I did enjoy that. The one thing that got me weirded out about the ending of this was you got six guys stomping out two. Um, yeah, that's right. Because then the best friends would come out. With but like, a, but they're still yeah. outnumbered. But I know, dude. Like, that's that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna bring up, bro. Because like, this is the thing. I did, when I watched it back, because I was like, "What was that?" But like, I was like, "So two two out of the three guys show up, and orange with orange being a sloth as usual, and you guys just duck out. Like that doesn't even make any sense." But then when I when I look back, they didn't really sell it well in terms of commentary and camera mm-hmm. view. But as soon as they see yeah, orange, yeah, they, they just automatically to be heels, it look like they, yeah. they automatically look up, thinking like, "Oh, like the, so." I think they were trying to put over like they left, thinking that they were going to get doused with orange juice again. Oh, but, okay. but they didn't do really. I mean, because you see him looking up and like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, what? And then, but it was just even weirder. Like for me, I feel like if you're gonna be a chicken shit heel and leave the ring, you should definitely do it before the guy gets into the ring. Yeah, yeah. Because it was weird seeing Jericho still like take his time to get out the ring, even though Trent's right in front of him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, not no, gonna uh, I'm not gonna go back through the tape, but I will say pretty confidently that if you were to go back through episodes of Dynamite, you'd find this happening before. Because I I've, I've swear I've seen this happen with the inner yeah. circle. Where it's like, their timing, yeah, their timing the ring, bad, And, like, Moxley yeah. runs out by himself, and they're like, oh, we got to – it's like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense a lot of times it happens. So. They're, trying to, they're trying to recreate the one-man badass, you know, mantra, yeah. you know, that, that whole yeah. vision, the, the stone cold, the sting, if you will, the vigilante, yeah. you know. The, and I get it, but – it, it they need to build them more before it's yeah. believable. So I, I totally get that because and, and that, see that's the thing too. I know Quincy, you said something about the WWE style. Like and there's definitely a different style here because like I don't know, man. Not, not everything has to be such a spectacle in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And like there's a there's a point where I love this spot because it starts with something cool. Where you see Santana jump on the apron. Oh yeah, and then that was nice. Jungle Boy yeah. just jumps and does the Tope Hurricane Rana, but then it's got to be a Tope Hurricane Rana that turns into an inadvertent senton on right, his car. right, right. Yeah, I, I you know, and I it's like it doesn't got to, you know. I just feel like it doesn't always have to be Batman and Robin and you know, like doing the thing to outsmart all the bad guys. And it's, like, it's I didn't, all I didn't mind so neatly for a good finish. You know, I didn't mind him hitting that spot because it didn't look too rehearsed. Well, he he's done the Hurricanrana before, but I I don't I mean, yeah, kudos to Santana and Ortiz, but I think it just looked too like oh, it's it couldn't just be a simple Hurricanrana, you know what I mean? So yeah, but um, I mean every 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 at the end of this, my fault. Go ahead, Doc. Sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, dude. Uh, I just feel like every AEW match is like a you guys you guys know like a what a Rube Goldberg device is. It's like a, one of those fucking machines where it's like a bunch of dominoes fall and like. 
Oh, like, oh you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Open yeah, up yeah, a yeah. bird cage and a bird hit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just all this crazy. All these, yeah, it's a crazy shit to get to, like, yeah. and all, all to just like light a match or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man. Like, 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 like you know, like, like a good example would be like in the movie Flubber. I think there's like he has one of those in his like in his kitchen or some shit or, mm. or you know like. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. Uh, that's what every match feels like. It's just like none of it makes sense, and it, and it's all like so much just to get to one place that you could have gotten to way Simple. simpler. Yeah, yeah, just it's yeah. Very, I it's got very you, confusing. Man. It's very confusing. I get you, man. Well, this at the end of this, uh, this is how we go off the air. Basically, obviously, the heels flip off the camera yeah. as Tony Skiavone announces it's uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, the best friends, and Orange Cassidy in a. Uh, I guess a ten man tag next week against the entire inner circle. So uh, I'm getting, that'll be interesting I'm, that's, how that that's the other thing I'm getting kind of matches on I'm getting kind of the, uh, sick part. of is the multi man like you would you would I I would have you would have thought Teddy Long is all elite right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is player. Player. <laughs> he definitely player, is. Player? But uh <laughs> you know uh one thing I did wow, want to uh, I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, they just announced, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't, if this is like a pay-per-view or what, but Tony Khan uh, took it upon himself to announce that uh, next week for AW Dark, it's going to be a 12 match, like there's 12 matches. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, but mm. SCU, I'm, sure, I'm sure most of them are going to be enhancing like squash matches. That well, are I'll, I'll, I'll go down the list right now. Yeah. Um, Sammy Guevara, uh, he's coming back in the ring against Fuego Del Sol. Uh, Scorpio Sky versus Corey Hollis. Uh, Abaddon versus Skylar Moore. Lance Archer versus Frankie Thomas. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like a bunch of uh, enhancement. Uh, Penelope Ford uh, versus Kenzie Page. Uh, Dark Order against uh, Captain Sean Dean and Will Hobbs. I'm not too sure who Sean Dean is. Uh, Joey Janela. Will Hobbs sounds familiar. Yeah, Will Hobbs. He actually just had a um a match against Ricky. Uh, Ricky Starks. I think Ricky Starks. Yeah, on Dark this past week. Um, Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss versus Pineapple Pete and Michael Nakazawa. Uh, and then we also have Silver. It's weird. It says Silver and Reynolds instead of Dark Order, but Silver and Reynolds versus Best Friends. Probably because they already have a Dark Order match on here. Uh, Silver and Reynolds versus Best Friends, uh, Avalon and, uh, and Brandon Cutler uh, versus FTR, Orange Cassidy versus Serpentico, which I found kind of weird that they wouldn't have him go against Sammy Guevara, but whatever. Um, and then the main event is a three-way tag match, SCU versus uh, Santana and Ortiz versus Private Party. That's a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. You said 12. F- 12. SCU versus Private Party? Versus Santana and Ortiz, yeah. three-way tag. I'll watch. I'll watch FTR. Oh, wow. I'll watch FTR versus uh, Avalon and Color. Um, yeah, that, of course. And then they, they actually might. They actually might give them a win. Who? Uh, FTR. Mm. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, like they, they'll, they'll, they may, they may give the L to or take the the L for uh, Cutler and Avalon. They have done Who? worse. Who? FTR. FTR. Man, you're tripping, bro. Stop tripping. I'm, not, I'm I'm saying it's a possibility because I know how they are when it comes. They to are willing. They, yeah, they they are willing to, to give. They will not do that, and they have That's done a lot worse. Crazy. So, well, they they just got done saying that the most fun they had was was uh, working with the New Day in WWE. So yeah, but the New Day is not Avalon and oh. Color. You know? Yeah, but it's still a comedy shtick. 
you know, shit, you know, freaking. They're not just co- they're not just comedy. New day. Well, yeah. at that time, they definitely ice, were because you got to remember pops. that they were dressed as. Yeah. I was gonna say they were dressed as ice cream pops when they debuted on the main roster, I and mean, then you also got to remember that like they were put in a lot of compromising situations that as as, as the revival when they yeah. went against them because even though they're not, don't be wrong, New Day got an impeccable stellar decorated uh you know i mean uh record you know what i'm saying but that don't take away from their hijinks you know what i mean so that's why i think they could do worse than a loss against the librarian and and cutler you know what i mean bro i'll tell you right right now if they lose to the librarian and cutler on AEW dark i just i don't i don't want them to okay hey if lance archer not watch dark (laughs) if lance archer could take could take an l his first l on on AW Dark, then I mean, who did he lose to on Dark? Sunny Kiss. What? And it could have been a count out for all I know. Wow. But I, I didn't see well, it. Technically, technically I, didn't I, Cody beat him first? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if they'll recognize it outside of just it just being a tournament finals match. But yeah, um, yeah, Ted, yeah, you you definitely would be correct. I don't know. It's just I just remember that they made it a point to bring it up. As to why, uh, you know, Archer attacked Janela and uh, Sunny Kiss to begin with. Oh, so yeah. I was like, That's wait, right. what? When did that happen? So, and not to mention John Moxie's on there, like, quite a bit, too. So, crazier things definitely has happened. On Dark, yeah, definitely. Well, next week should be should be interesting. But I would say AEW definitely had a better week. Um, I love that, that three-way. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, Tom, but. It, it, it's like I think Mark is right, and I'm a Bronson Reed guy, you know what I mean. But I think it was really curious that he won, because it really begs to ask, okay, well, what caliber of guy or, or not guy, but talent is going to be uh, qualifying for this uh, mm-hmm. newly vacated, you know, North American title, I, the major, the only other major single title other than I, the, I the, the I main like, one, you know what I mean? I don't like what you're insinuating that that. That Bronson's too green for this opportunity? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. I'm saying that, okay, let me put it this way. I think it's just, Damian I'm Priest just messing with is a different is a different level, and Cameron Grimes are different levels than, I, like, I, I, like to me, I feel like if Bronson reads in it, then Dexter Loomis is probably going to be in it. It's kind of well, what I, I, I think, mean. I think that's my, I, why I, I wasn't mad at it is because it's good to see some fresh faces in the scene as opposed to just Dijakovic. Johnny Gargano yeah. and, you know, I, I, and Priest. And so, I mean, I, I think agree, it's about time because you, you think about, you know. Bronson's a dark horse. I was going to say, I think Bronson earns it, has earned it, though, because he's been doing a lot of favors for a while. And, and yeah, the thing no, is, right. he, he has a genuine yeah. likability with the crowd. He actually connected more than I, I anticipated. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I went back and watched some of his stuff as Jonah Rock, so I, I have a little bit of uh, favoritism for him as well. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was happy to see that he, that he actually got the opportunity. Especially, I was automatically thinking it was Roddy, um, just because Gargano's already done it. So yeah, and Roddy um, needs but, something new to do. So you yeah, know what I mean, but but yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think AEW had probably a better show. Uh, obviously, they won in the demo uh, and and better viewing uh, statistics as well. Um, I I think I enjoyed mm-hmm. AEW a little bit more um, just because of the matchups. I thought they were pretty solid. Uh, again, I, I give it like an eight out of ten yeah. this week. Um, NXT, I, they're not too far behind. It's seven out of ten. You know what I mean? Uh, I just thought that I was going to say I would give it me personally. I think AEW is like a seven seven point eight maybe for me for going technical technical, but 
Uh, eight is suitable. I like what they did with Lance Archer. I'm always waiting to see his, his uh, stock go up, so that was great. I thought Ricky Stark showing up with Cage was kind of a thumbs down. Wasn't mad at Kitty, I mean Eddie Kingston showing up. That was a good surprise and the thumbtacks too. But ultimately, I, I got to still agree with Mark. At least serve for less Kingston to be all elite, I, which I don't know if he is. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it I definitely was interesting too. A Hangman and FTR, I, I think was was really good too. So, um, and I mean, on NXT, it's cool to see what Mercedes is going to do. But again, her character, that new rebrand doesn't really fit the stone thing. So we'll see. But yeah, I think AEW uh, did their thing this week for sure. Yeah, man. Um, we already gave you guys a preview of uh, next week. Uh, Doc, you actually dropped some of the matches going on for next week in NXT as well. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be here once again to comment mm-hmm. on everything. Uh, and just want to say thanks again for everyone for listening uh, once again and choosing the Quincy Jones show as your outlet to uh, entertain yourselves during these weird times, man. I also want to thank, of course, my co-host um, Doc Lesnar, as well as Mark McFly for joining me, man. It was a pleasure having you guys on. Um, of course. Feel free to follow us on social media, man. That's going to be uh, the Quincy Jones show on Instagram, Quincy Jones show on Twitter, as well as Facebook. Uh, we're rebuilding right now on Facebook, man. So, uh, do, do your part, man. If you guys are following us, uh, hit that follow button again, mash that notifications button, and we'll just uh, keep doing what we've been doing, man, providing uh, dope content, whether it's commentary, videos, or just updating everyone on news and rumors going on and in the window and all that stuff. But uh, be sure to hit us up. If you guys are interested in possibly uh, becoming a sponsor to the show, we just added a new sponsor, uh, unbeknownst to you guys. Uh, shout out to Storyline Tees. Um, it's a brand new uh uh, wrestling oh, okay. merch company that uh, they're, they're up and starting as well. Um, also shout out the 20 by 20. Um, they're the, they're the, the minds behind the, the concept as well. But uh, yeah, anyone else is interested, whether, I mean, it's CBD, whether it's fashion, whether it's wrestling related. Uh, if you think that we can move it to our audience, by all means, hit us up the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com and also hit us up uh, at the Gmail. If you guys wish to be uh, added to, the subscription list um basically get a, an email every time we drop a new episode or any new content man uh again hit us up we'll uh, gladly add you to that list uh doc let them know where they can go to get your music man yeah you guys already know what it is doc Lesnar, the hip-hop hybrid the only one in the world of hip-hop and pro wrestling man. so go go ahead and stream it just a little bit on spotify and go to anywhere that you like to stream your favorite music no matter the platform whether it's pandora whether it's amazon Google, iTunes, Apple, all the above. Doc Lesnar is on there. After that, feel free to follow me at Doc Lesnar on IG or at Doc underscore KJS. That's for the Quincy Jones Show. Go ahead and follow us at Tower Gang, as you know, we do our music as well. And follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Facebook and Twitter, man. And, uh, and Mark, one, where they find you at? My, yeah, I mean, they, they find them on the Quincy Jones Show, eh? 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 <laughs> No, yeah, we, well, I don't. Have, you can't find me anywhere, man. I mean, you know. I mean, I don't we, we, we got we got you at uh, McFly underscore at KJS as well. Um, and there's some some I don't know what that's about. That's that's uh. You it, know, it's 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 uh, thoughts. It's thoughts, yeah. rants, and theories from the mind of McFly. My uh, <laughs> way of, grid, of, of your real man here. You know what I mean? And uh, that's yeah. that's as far back as I'll peel back the curtain on that. But uh, anything you got Proxy. to uh, you got to say, man? Well, first of all, welcome back, man. Uh, it was definitely you, a pleasure to have you back on the show. Yeah, man. Good to um, be here. Anything going in the pipeline, man? I know you've been uh, – any projects coming up? Any, anything you want to tell the people? You want to tell them maybe be nice to each other or wear a mask or something? I don't, I don't know, man. 
I mean, I, you know, the floor is yours, man. I, I don't, I don't know. Where am I? I don't know if I. I mean, I hope, hope, I hope everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, you know, I'm working on a comic book right now, so maybe in a couple months I might have something for for uh, for, for for these people. But uh, right now, oh, yeah, I don't got shit. So. Well, no, no, you, it's yeah. a work in progress, and that's what it is, yeah. man. So, I mean, yeah. just just giving the, the fans a little uh, outlook on what you've been up to, man. I know uh, yeah. they've been missing you as well as we have. But uh, thanks again, mm-hmm. guys, and until uh, next week, top guys. Out.